Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios. Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and I'm back, baby. That's right. I uh, took a little time away, you know, uh, did some thinking, gave people some space, gave gave the fans uh, some time to process. The last time I was on the show, I don't know if everyone remembers, but I did... Had to do a little apology, had to do a little make good, um, and uh, now I guess I'm in the long journey of rebuilding my brand, which is uh, uh, has been completely tarnished, destroyed since uh, I uh, made the boo-boo mistakes that I made uh, earlier. Uh, and I don't mean to trivialize them by saying they're boo-boos. Uh, it, it really was. It, it, it was an important uh, moment for me in the show that I was able to finally come out and just be real, be honest um, with everybody. But yeah, I lost all my brand deals. I have to get those back in a, in a uh, Legend of Zelda-like quest. Uh, each each uh, temple, each fortress uh, gives me another brand, right? So defeating a boss, Nike's back. And Nike's a brand that sponsors the show. I don't have time to get into every intricacy of how this all works, but uh, suffice it to say, uh, you're stuck with me, folks. <laughs> I kid, I kid. If you really want another host, we could maybe talk about that. Um, I am uh, proud to bring on two members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here who are uh, who have st- stood by my side, really, just through thick and thin. Connor McCabe, the OG, the GOAT, Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thank you for having me. But, you know, first and foremost, thank you uh, for really doing the work, because sometimes when people go through this sort of thing, they don't do the work and you're doing the work. And I just want you to know, I see that. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, you're not only forgiven, but you could do the same thing again and be fine. Thank you, sir. Thank That's you. how much Thank work you for you've pre-forgiving done. me huh. for you've the mistakes so that good. I'm bound could, to make. You could harm someone and it'd be okay. Yeah, thank and and thank and someone. Thank you. I I appreciate that. That's a real friend. A friend. A real friend comes up to you and says, "I'll help you bury the body." You know what I mean? Hey, that's a real friend. I didn't. I didn't bring my car for no reason. I opened the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You're pretty good. Pretty good. Wait, that's not. That's wrong. This is right. It's the other switch. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Connor McCabe. Thank you. We also have uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the two the two crowned kings of Nintendo here with us, Patrick Ellers. Welcome to the show, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. I want you to know that I I stand with pre-apology, Jeremy. Up yours, woke moralists. Yes, uh, we are uh, <laughs> staying strong together. We'll see who cancels who. That's right. After this battle. I will be known far and wide as the legendary Patrick. <laughs> Very good. Oh, Perfect. So good. Do you mind if I call if I start calling you and Mark the two twin kings of Nintendo? Ooh, twin kings. I to get rid of the two, just the the twin kings. Two twins? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like two twins? <laughs> no, just twin kings. Like <laughs> yeah, the got, twin kings. That, of nice, Nintendo? that nice assonance there. It's yeah. uh, you don't need two. Yeah, if you don't need, yeah, it's redundant. Uh, the twin kings of Nintendo. Mark couldn't be here with us today, uh, but Patrick, we're happy to have you. We're going to be talking all about Fire Emblem Engage. You know, fellas, when this game came out, I did an episode called Tactics Games. Pretty popular episode, actually. People really liked uh, mm. like that. We covered a number of different kinds of tactics games. But the reason I did that is because 
you know, when you're choosing episode topics, I wanted to honor the fact that Fire Emblem was coming out, but figured we probably wouldn't do like a big episode on it because I figured maybe there wouldn't be enough people playing it. And who knows, maybe I wouldn't even be playing it. But the thing I did with this game, this Fire Emblem Engage game, is I turned it on and immediately got sucked in in a way that uh, I I had to see it all the way through. Come to find out, you guys were playing it, and uh, well, we're gonna do a full fledged Fire Emblem Engage episode today Woo! for everybody. Now, do I anticipate this to be a popular episode? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know how many people like this game. I think this has d- done pretty well, but um, thank but- you for inviting me on for your least popular episode of hey, uh, of this show. Hey, Captain Niche over here. I get That's you. Right. Yeah, when I got a niche, I got a scratch. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jolly Saint uh, Nicholas. Yeah, <laughs> Nicholas, yeah. Uh, no, I I mean, Connor, you kind of approached me about doing a Fire Emblem Engage episode. Yeah, I strong-armed you. And I thought it was a great episode. We wanted to do it last week, but something else happened. In the wake of my, um, in the wake of my near cancellation, I started to reprioritize my life, started to shift, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my, priority, mm-hmm. my priorities. Uh, that's another way of saying reprioritize. Anyway, uh, I... Uh, I got married, listeners. Whoa! I am no longer on the meat market. Hey, Jeremy, permission to play the star sound effect? Oh, that's great. Here, uh, do you have it on you? No, <laughs> or... you, you. I've got it on me. <laughs> well, when you covered for me, I did know you were playing sound effects. Somehow. I found a workaround. I love it. And it's called screen sharing with sound and uh, just playing a YouTube video of the star. <laughs> the sound I love effect. it. I love yeah. it. That's great. Um, um, can yeah. I say something really quick? Please. Um, since we found out that Patrick and Mark are the twin kings of Nintendo, I'm curious uh, as to who their uh, retainers would be. Who their, like, each of their two sidekicks would oh, be. Like, how in this game, yeah, you meet a sure. lot of royalty with their sidekicks. Right, oh, interesting. right. Yeah, yeah. Would um, they be, like, hot, like to... really hot ones? Or would they be, like, really annoying well, here, well, are they real people the from your life? Yeah, yeah that, oh. that's the question is, are they real people from our lives? Are yeah. they characters from Fire Emblem Engage? Or are they just Nintendo characters? I think real people from your lives. I mean, honestly, it's probably Jar Jar Binks for both of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good, a real person from your life. And yeah, what is he? Is he like, he's like an archer, maybe? Yeah, he's an, he's an archer. Or like maybe a, one of those like spellcasters that like rides a horse. So oh, yeah. each of you has a Jar Jar, or is this yeah, we the have same separate Jar, Jar Jars? No, yeah. we don't. We don't share one. Okay, cool. Yeah, separate Jar Jars. He's a Mage Knight, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. If you upgrade his class, which I, I love, didn't this learn about super late in the game. I promise, Connor. I'm gonna just straight up steal that question, and we're gonna actually do a whole thing. I think cool. maybe in the main event where we talk about our own personal awesome. uh, uh, real life Fire Emblem engage cool. parties, because that does sound exciting to me. Uh, but yeah, before, but we'll be talking more about Fire Emblem engage more in the, in the main event. Uh, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be, it's going to be really exciting, especially if you're a fan of this game. Um, or if you're thinking, Hey, is this game good? Is it for me? Uh, you know, we're not going to probably spoil anything story wise. We're, Okay, well, I'm just so gonna say we're not. We're not gonna yeah. spoil anything story wise. Yeah, because I I am also not. I have not finished the game. Okay, great. Yeah, me neither. I'm I, I'm getting there. Yeah, well, we'll do a chapter update when we get to the main event, so we can Very all good. coordinate where we're at. But I don't anticipate again like uh, 
spoiling anything that wouldn't just simply tantalize you as a as a well, game liker yes. to, to join the fray. Um, but before we get into all of that, I do want to hear what everyone's been playing. So, Connor, why don't we start with you? Wow. Um, well, first of all, I think we should call this show Video Games a Connor Show because I've just been on it so much. <laughs> That's right. Lately. And mm. I like when you're on. You know, before you started calling by your game, you were on all the time. Yeah. And then but, we both were like, wow, we're on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Then I saw uh, I watched my son get his own career and I was like, yeah, and I'm still helping out at the family store yeah, every so often. Right. That's good. Like I, sh I show face. Um, I do. But, I do uh, like that. The uh, with with additional Connor, the part that you need to remove from the title is comedy. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that okay. makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes that's made makes more sense than anything in my whole life. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, been playing a lot, so I got to talk about a lot of what I've been playing on the podcast last week with uh, with David and Alex. Uh, but outside of the game we're talking about for the main event, um, and of course Super Mario sixty four and Super Mario sixty four DS, which we're playing for our Super Mario sixty four Games Club. That's right. Uh, which you can find over at patreon.com slash super NPC radios, $10 DJ toad tier. Uh, so I've been playing those of course, but the other game that I have uh, sunk maybe 12, 10, 12 hours into it for the first real go at it is super Mario RPG. Wow. Yes. How's that going Connor? I it's... see you streaming it and I'm like, ah, oh, I know that game beat by beat. So I don't know how fun it would be to like watch someone play it right now, but like, I love that game. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it's super fun because I'm a gosh dang treat. I'll tell you that. Well, I know that that is true. I apologize. <laughs> well, it's okay. Are, are you are you cracking wise on that stream, Connor? Is uh, all the wise that could possibly possibly be cracked. Yes, yes. Uh, but I'm loving this game. It goes down so easy. Um, I knew a lot of what to expect about it because I've heard so much about it over the years, whether it be from friends or on podcasts. Um, or watching like I think the gaming historian might have like a great Super Mario RPG video. So I've watched a lot of stuff on it, uh, but only have ever dabbled in the first hour or so. But um, it's fantastic. I love it. I'm rolling with Toadstool and Bowser, of course. I liked yeah. Malo a lot, but once Peach showed up, she's such a better healer that I was like, I'm sorry, Molly, I'm kicking you to the curb. And Gino, I barely used. I like he's he's cool, but. Uh, I don't use them a ton, so it's it's the Mario and those two, Bowser and Toadstool, and we are we just left Monstro Town for the star in that area, so oh, I'm going cool. for star yes. six. So you have uh you've brushed up against that door behind which a like eldritch Final Fantasy boss resides, but not challenged him. Yes, and I didn't know where that was in the game, but I knew about it. So when I brushed up against that door and then talked to an NPC in the place next to it and they said mm -hmm. they like heard something from that room or whatever i was it like really tantalized me because i was like oh that's the boss i've heard about for so many years mm -hmm. uh i'm getting to like it's like i've heard about my friends like friends at school or something but i've never gotten to meet their friends and now yeah. i'm meeting my friends friends by going through this game and meeting booster spending time with frog fuchsius uh talking to you know the the like moles that are in that one. There's just a oh, bunch of moles. I love the there. moles. So wait, have you been up to the the Nimbus Kingdom yet, or no? Uh, no, not yet. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm that's excited. My, that's my favorite stretch of the game. 
I'm really pumped because I've had so much fun, but there's also stuff that I know that's still to come. So I think it's going to, I mean, it's been really well-paced, I'll say. Uh, incredibly well-paced game. There's not a lot of fluff to it, um, which I think really Except works. Except for Mellow. Except for Mellow. Hey, course. now we're talking. Um, but yeah, I freaking love this game. It's it's fantastic. Uh, don't I mean, like, and I've, I've been having fun streaming it. I hope I might stream it later today or tomorrow as well. Um, I, I know uh, I have right. a, a friend who um, tried to start playing it, you know, uh, in, in the last like year or two um, and found it to be like too easy. Um, mm. You know, there, there are parts, especially early on, where you can kind of just like autopilot through. You don't necessarily need to like be super strategic in combat or like grind necessarily. Are you finding it to be too easy or is that a non-complaint to you? I don't think I would describe it as too easy, but I will say it's not hasn't been difficult yet there's been a couple dicey battles that i have had um but i've always come out on top i don't think i've like you know lost and and like picked up my progress or reset yet uh but haven't felt really threatened the the hardest battle i've had is against that like dojo master cricket thing yeah which i didn't know anything about that but i got to the third version of that fight and he wiped me it was like one hit one shots to my character so i was like oh shoot like that it just showed me that there was more to go but uh i like that it's going down easy i like combat i like the combat being interactive for me even if it i i'm sometimes questioning how much of a difference it's making over a full battle um i really like the engaging i like the timing system it's so fun to try to figure out for every move and every defense yeah uh and that for me makes up for it not being more of a challenge uh I don't have a problem with that at all, actually. And and I wanted to say I'm playing on the SNES Mini, and I just love this little thing. It's great. It's so good. Such yeah. a good little system. Every time I find a reason to use it, it's a delight. Um. Yeah. So I, I've there are parts of that game I think they get pretty hard. I don't know if I don't. I mean, like those Ooh, power yeah, range, like, that Power Ranger boss that you have to. Yeah, do yeah. The, the Axum Rangers are tough. That the pirate ship gets really tough. Yeah, I, I remember like the really struggling ship. through a couple yeah. sections of that game. But yeah, um, well, but I, the, I also the, think it's like it feels like it's just not super balanced because I do think yeah. a lot of the game is just you just breeze through it. Yes. That's um, exciting, the, dude. The the aforementioned uh, like Final Fantasy boss, who like you can be max level with everyone, and he's still like it's still a challenging boss fight. Wow. Like it may be that the whole game is balanced towards like making him difficult, no matter what shape you're in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember also like feeling a little like Gino was lackluster when I ran into him. But then I found out later he does have, I think, like the most powerful move in the game, right? Like some like one sh- I think like so. one shots bosses it, it, and stuff. But but like you d- I, I don't I don't think he's more powerful than Mario with the lazy shell, for example. Um mm. uh and then like you put uh you put the lazy sh- shell armor on Peach and then Bowser just deals like huge damage just by regular attacking. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, t- towards the end of the game, you're just like your Mario and Bowser just straight attack and right. Peach just heals over and over again. I'm yeah. already kind of there where that's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of what I'm doing with some like occasional exceptions. But so far, uh, that's kind of at least as of late, that's been my patterns, basically. Yeah. Incredible stuff. I love it. Are you uh, are you going to move on and 
continue through the Paper Mario series after this or what? I don't have the appetite for it right now. Nice. Um, I love both of those games so much. There are two like of my favorite, like f- maybe five games on each of those two systems on the N64 and the Cube. Um, but no, I'll probably, I've honestly been eyeing that. Gosh, I'm a JRPG freak right now. I've been eyeing that Octopath 2 demo and I, I played a little bit of it. And it's kind of, it, it honestly, I forgot. I was like, oh, I just love this battle system. Mm-hmm. And if the game is better in all the ways I've heard and improves them on stuff, it's like, oh, no wonder I put 55 hours into the first one. Like, this is sick. That's and it's amazing. gorgeous on the PC I'm playing on. You know, well, the one I built. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you talked about that on the show, right? Like, that you I built a PC? I don't know if I talked about it on this show, but I think one of our shows, maybe Super NPCs when it happened. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah. Connor dude. built a PC. Yeah. PC gamer, dude. Yeah, he's never playing game games like Half Life that are really straining my system. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Patrick Ellers. Yes. What have you been playing? Well, I've I've mostly been playing Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, right. I have, of course, continue my quest to get 999 tickets in uh, Tetris 99. Um, there, there's a little icon that you get for collecting 999 tickets. And that's not like lifetime. You have to have them so you can't spend them. Um, I'm up to like 615 or something like that. How, um, when do you, how often do you get tickets? Every game or? You can get four tickets per day. Oh. And so it's, it's you every day. It's like, here are the four challenges. Two of them are in like regular Tetris 99. One of them is in a CPU battle and the other one is in marathon mode. And sometimes it's like, hold five different pieces in the queue. And you're like, that's easy. I would do that accidentally. And sometimes it's like perform five T spins in one match. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's usually I can collect four tickets a day. Um, but then there are some days when like, I don't have the opportunity to, and then I've just lost a day's worth of progress. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, this is something I'm going to be doing, uh, I think all year, <laughs> right? Right. And, but, but I'll, I'll, I, I will get there and I'll collect that one little icon and I will equip it as my icon and no one will know that that's what it's for, but I'll know. You'll, you'll know the secret. I'll I, know the secret. I'm so happy Tetris 99 has remained in the zeitgeist. Like it's, it's so such a great package, such a great. D- does is it still in the zeitgeist? It's in my zeitgeist, and I think and talk about my it friends all the are time. constantly playing it. Like <laughs> we're just constantly like sh- they were just like sharing screenshots last week of like a couple, yeah. like yeah. I think July and Nick both got like a a number one. Um, we talk about Tetris ninety nine like ninety nine percent of the world talks about Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. What do they mean, call that when has... you win in Fortnite? What's it called? It's like. Like a victory royale. Yeah, when you roy, <laughs> I forget what it is, but anyway. What do they call that in France? Quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Patrick, you're a machine. I'm proud yeah. of you. You're a, <laughs> you're a you. Tetrino machine. Actually, I want to ask Patrick a question. Tetramino, but yes. Okay, I know be that careful. You, so you've talked about what you've been playing, but I know you talked about this on an episode, but can we get a little sampling of your time at Super Nintendo World? Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, went to Super <laughs> Nintendo World last week. Um, if you want to hear like, a deep dive impressions from me and Mark and uh, Ryan Mogi, you can check out the episode that we just did about it. Um, Great episode. Uh, thank you. Um, it was awesome. Uh, it, um, you know, we, we 
I spent as much money as you could reasonably, uh, you know, expect to pay at a theme park. Um, so we could get the, you can pay extra to like get in the park an hour before the rest of the park opens. Uh, and we did that. And I don't know that we would have been able to experience much, uh, you know, throughout the course of the day if we hadn't gone early. Um, but, uh, and then also everyone got power up bands, um, which are, you know, the sort of like accessory that lets you interact with and like keep track of uh, what you're, you know, earning as you go throughout the park. So, like the question blocks, when you uh, punch them, you can collect coins and that'll like go on your profile that like you'll see that on your phone. Um, but without without the power up bands, like I just I don't know that the park makes any sense. So like really quickly, you're adding uh, sixty five dollars to your tab for the day by getting in early and having the power up band. That sounds like the most Nintendo thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's truly. true. Yeah, it's it's Meat Space DLC <laughs> for sure. But it also means that like then I have I have that for the next time I want to go to Universal. Um, oh, and like great. Like, do I go to Universal a lot? No, but you know, next time I go, I'll I'll, I'll have the power up band. It won't be a, something I'll have to spend money on again. But it's super cool. Like the the gamification of uh, like all of the attractions is so effective that like uh, it it all just feel it feels more like play than like going to a theme park. Um, and in in a way that I've not really seen replicated uh, anywhere else. Um, you know, like the, the easy comparison point for me is uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, mm. um, which has like the sort of like interactive components and like you can run around and just like spend a day doing like data pad stuff. Um, but that all feels so like weightless and you don't really like get anything out of it. Um, whereas like at uh, Super Nintendo World, you're used to having the sort of like feedback loop of like, here's the sound it makes when I collect a coin that feels good. I can see my numbers going up. That feels good. Um, but you're also, you're also collecting keys uh, and you can use the keys to challenge Bowser Jr. In the, in the Bowser Jr. Shadow Showdown. Um, and you, <laughs> they won't let you in to like one of the coolest attractions in the area without collecting those keys. So like you physically need the power up band in order to, to do this, but you also need to like, earn the right to do it um and it's this sort of like uh um you know xbox connect slash nick arcade kind of experience where you're like jumping around uh you know hitting bob bombs out of the air and throwing fireballs at uh bowser jr and all this stuff um but yeah it's it it's a a really impressive package it is uh absurdly uh priced at the moment uh and uh too too crowded um but you know, I, I've just got to wait a couple months or a couple years for that to die down. I guess it um it looks like a really small space from all the pictures, and then hearing you two talk about that it kind of extensively on the episode you did uh, really hammered it home. But it also sounds like a good time if you if you've got the change. Are there any traditional rides? <clears throat> no, uh, there is the uh, the Mario Kart uh, Bowser's Challenge. Um, which is a ride, uh, but it is also more game than it is ride. Um, oh. So you, you you sit in like a, a cart with four people. Everyone has a steering wheel uh, with little buttons on it and an AR visor that goes over your head. Um, and so like you are driving around in, in real space and through mm. the AR visor, you can see, you know, Mario and Luigi and like all the other Mario characters uh, racing carts around. 
um, and uh, you can take aim at them using the like your head to aim, uh, mm-hmm. and then like the buttons on the steering wheel to actually fire, um, and that works surprisingly well. Like looks and and works surprisingly well. Nice. Um, and so that's like super fun and like a, a great experience, but it de- is definitely more experience than it is an and game than it is a ride. It's sure. not like a thrill ride, for example. I've right. heard that if you look really closely at the steering wheels and the in the carts, they, they're actually reused Wii wheels uh, from the Nintendo mm-hmm. Wii, the plastic yeah. casing. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. cool Easter egg. Well, and uh, the uh, the uh, like floor of the of the uh, of of the carts, uh, they're made from uh, old crunched up um, Virtual Boys too. Really, <laughs> yeah. they made the floor out of Virtual Boys. Huh? Do you Virtual feel Boys, that yeah. it's like yeah. the crunch? Like, is it un- an uneven surface, or is it no, so- like you just it was melted after it was crunched? You just know that. I mean, like the the real way that you can tell uh, that that that's that's made out of Virtual Boys that it's powered. By a battery pack that's plugged into a controller that uh, is then plugged into it. Yeah, that's right. how the, the floor, floor is for powers. the floor. That's how the floor <laughs> yeah. is powered. Yeah. And uh, wow, okay, I could listener. Can you even believe that you you came here for Fire Emblem and Gage stuff, and you got a full rundown of Universal Studios Super Nintendo World? I wasn't expecting that, but boy, oh boy, what a welcome treat today. Um, I uh, I'm dying to go. Uh, it's 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 real fun uh jerry yeah. if you end up going uh let me know, let you know. I'd, I'd love to I go, go and go for your i got money. these i got all these from uh from the yes. gift shop before it had opened though i got the uh the all the mario tumblers <laughs> they had four <laughs> Do you options think... at the time i i i looked at those and was like oh cool and like picked one up and i was like no it's plastic i like if if it was a glass pint glass uh yeah. i i would have walked out of there with a full yeah. set and you know it's it's crazy because I like wanted plastic tumblers. I was like specifically uh. water cups for the for the nightstand. Connor, I just use glass at the nightstand. Comment. <laughs> well, you no, know kidding. what the your plastic tumblers made from, right, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of uh, Rob the robots destroyed and all re- crunched, yeah, all crunched, all crunched up. Uh, well, that's amazing. Um. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't wait to go. Uh, oh, wait, can can I? Sorry, but I, I I do want to hear what Jeremy's been playing. But can I yes. register a complaint about my PlayStation Five before we move on? Yeah, absolutely. But hold on, yeah, let, we me take you, let me get you a sting here. Uh... Great. Okay, is is that like the I've got a complaint I need to air? Yeah, it's like. It's like I'm walking into the bar. They're like swinging saloon doors. I'm wearing a jean jacket. Yeah, you know, you walk into the bar and it's all. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I (laughs) have got, I got a a Sony TV and I've got a Sony PlayStation 5. And they're the things through which I can stream Disney Plus, right? They're my main, yeah, I can do it on my phone, whatever. Uh, my TV a while ago, uh, for whatever reason, was like, Disney Plus not going to work on the TV. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just use the PlayStation. So oh. so this week, I'm like, hey, there's a new season of Mandalorian. Got to watch mm. gotta watch Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. So I turned on my PlayStation yesterday, yesterday evening, being like, all right, here we go. Been a long week. Going to settle in with some new Mando. Going to see what that baby Yoda's up to. Yep. And I get, are you guys familiar with 
the PlayStation 5 black screen of death. What? The no. PlayStation 5 black screen of death. A no. known quantity wherein it my PlayStation is putting out a video signal to the TV and the TV is acknowledging it. It says PlayStation 5. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing there. I can't, it won't display anything. Oh no. So Have there you... are, I, I, I looked up like, you know, uh, I was trying to look up solutions for it. And, you know, there was one guy that I was reading that was like, put it in safe mode. And I was like, okay, great. Tell me how to do that. Uh, and the instructions are all like garbled. And there's a part <laughs> yeah. where it says like, first, make sure to turn off, step number one, turn off your step number two. <laughs> oh, like, great. Yeah. Turn off my what? <laughs> yeah. What are well, we it's doing? It's a guessing game. Turn off yeah. the electricity to your house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's yeah. it's probably that I should have contacted Spider Man and turned off the dark. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, uh, wait, are you sure that it wasn't? Because my TV will do that too, and I'll have to like turn off the TV, unplug the TV, unplug everything, and then like replug it, and then it works. I so I have done all sorts of restarting and unplugging, okay. and, and I've 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 done I've done like the basic troubleshooting. Ooh, I was um, worried for a sec we might not have an unplugger on this episode. No, no, yeah. no. I, are you kidding? I love to unplug. Got to unplug. But uh, <laughs> this this is my this is my complaint about okay. the PlayStation Five. Okay, is that I'm trying to watch Mandalorian over here, right? Sure. And it's not letting me. Yeah. It's, it's showing me a black screen. Yeah, your Mandalorian machine has failed you. My Mandalorian machine has failed me. Wait, so have you fixed it since? Or is it still? No. It's still. So have you tried it, another TV with another TV? It's, the only other TV we have is not 4K capable, so I think the 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 PlayStation is going to fight with it anyway. Uh, um, no, I don't know. Well, that's wild. Yeah, I uh, I would hate that. That would stress me the fuck out. I ha I keep my PlayStation and my Xbox Series X in uh, entertainment center where it makes sense, but it's kind of confined, and I yes. always worry that enough heat isn't escaping from its little wooden oh, sector. So I'm constantly just like, one of these days, I'm gonna have played my my PlayStation for too long, and it'll just melt before yeah, my very it's, eyes it's one of those things that like one day you uh, turn off your playstation for the last time you don't know when it's going to be yeah exactly mm -hmm. uh i have it hooked up to an ekg machine though so we can hear it you know the the beep beep yeah so, okay so you call your playstation five one day everyone. one day it'll just flatline you know and it's like oh well that was it like call them before it's too late call your playstation five and just say hi if you're thinking about them call yeah them. right yeah right mm -hmm. you don't yeah. have to like mm -hmm. get into anything you know like just no. just like just like say hi just say hi goes a long way just let them know hi. that you're you're doing fine they'll be happy you did ask them how they're doing yeah they might They'll have some you. wisdom they might be able to share some wisdom are they yeah, doing better look. than you uh <laughs> yeah <it's>... wait <laughs> a minute up. i don't yeah hang up <laughs> one one of the worst you know the strangest things about growing up is that realizing that your PlayStation Five is just a, a person too, you know. It's just it's experiencing this, uh, you know, in real time, just the same way you are. The PlayStation Five is just making it up as it goes along. That's right. That's right. And no, no one tells you that. No one tells you. No that. one does. Back you have in to back it. in its day. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Jeremy, sorry, you Patrick. That sucks. Uh, I, I've been playing Fire Emblem Engage as my main game, Sheesh. and it has been quite a journey. Um, you know, Patrick, as as one of the 
uh, twin kings of Nintendo. I gotta say, the Nintendo Switch, a, a, a console that I bought like right Six after years ago me yesterday. and my <laughs> wife started dating, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So like in 2017, I, I, I've had it for, what, what is that now? 20 years. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it is still, it is, it is as of right now, Q1 2023, my main console. I'm playing. It is I can't believe it, but like between Pokemon, Metroid Prime, Metroid and now Prime. Fire Emblem Engage, mm-hmm. I haven't left my Switch really. I've dabbled, sure. I've dabbled in other sure. things, but I've been mainly focusing on my Switch and I just I can, and it, guess what? It's not stopping because right behind Fire Emblem, I've got Kirby. Kirby and Octopath right there. And it's a fucking Zelda game coming out in three months. And if I, yeah, and and if it, yeah, and like fat chance I'll be done with Octopath by the time that comes out, right? No way. I'm gonna be on this dang Switch till I'm dang dead. What uh, what what what's your what what's your axe right now? What is your uh Nintendo Switch? Is it uh the launch Switch that you launch bought six Switch? Years ago? Mm-hmm. Wow. I I very recently upgraded to the OLED. Um, oh, which uh, I, I had been rocking the, uh, the, the launch for very, very Connor and I repping the OLEDs right now. I love it. Um, I want it. It's uh, <laughs> let me tell you worth it. It's just, I don't like, I resisted upgrading for so long. Cause I was like, they're, they're going to put out like a new one, like some, something yeah. new, something different. Right. Um, and it's just like, I'm playing it more in handheld mode now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just liking the way it looks like the, right. the white dock is so sleek um i yeah i just july recently got one too you recently traded mm-hmm. in his og switch and got a an, an oled and i i, I, it's I had three people text me the same day the same picture patrick matt <laughs> apodaca eddie martin all three yes. of them and it was the same got oleds <laughs> yes and it was oh. literally the same day like weeks ago whenever you got it what yeah. is that uh, what is it 300 350 350 yeah okay all right. You know, I, I got a couple of things that I would like to purchase, a high dollar ticket, high ticket items I'd like to mm. purchase before that. HDB. But I'm, I'm not saying it's out of the question, though. I, I and, and you know what? The thing is, I've been playing a lot more handheld recently. I've been taking my Switch into the bedroom and going to, you know, using it as my sleep game console. Uh, you know, the one I've slept with. <laughs> right, that's right. Pokemon Sleep? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, so I'm curious, Connor, I know you didn't jump into this because you had just recently played this game, but Patrick, did you play Metroid Prime when it dropped the remaster? Oh, the, I, a, a little bit. It's, oh, okay. um, I, I, I started it and, uh, uh, just last weekend, um, I've, I've, because Fire Emblem is such a like time intensive game, I was like, I love Metroid Prime. I'm going to get to Metroid Prime. Right. Um, but I just want to. It's it's too easy to drift away from a Fire Emblem game, right? Yes. Like these discrete chapters make it very easy to be like, and now I'm going to put that away for a little bit. I it's a great mobile experience. A yeah, great mobile experience, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I will I will absolutely get back to to Metroid Prime, and I'll play Fusion when it launches uh, uh, next week. Oh, that's so exciting! That's so exciting. That may, I mean, most of the Metroid games are now on Switch. That's great. Yeah, crazy good. We just need uh, Zero Mission and uh, Samus Returns. Right. No, well, Samus Returns, that's two? Metroid 2? That's the remake of two that was on uh, 3DS. 3DS. 
Um, yeah, and then of course, you know, echoes and corruption would be good as the prime. And, uh, and yeah. other M. And other M. Look, uh, we dude, don't rest until Federation forces is on this thing. Can you imagine? Ball or die. I could see it getting a nice new life on the Switch. The uh, okay, so I blew through Metroid Prime. I mean, when it came out, I was just it was one of those interruption moments where it's like everything just got interrupted, and I was like, I gotta, I guess, gotta do this. I have, mm-hmm. you know. I it hadn't been too long since I played it either. Cut. It was like twenty eighteen. I mean, I guess it's a long time now, but it feels like yesterday. And I'm like, no, I got to do it. So I played through that. Got through. Now I'm okay. So I'm. I mean, I'm close with Fire Emblem. We'll get into it with the main event. But the other game that I've been kind of like, okay, it's eleven p.m. I want to do something else before bed, and not another Fire Emblem story beat. I want to do like. Play to something else. You need to uh, cleanse your palate. Yes, a palate cleanser. So I have been playing uh, Crisis Core, the the remake. Hell yeah! Uh, it is fantastic. It is a fantastic uh, re- remake, remaster of that game. All of the combat feels very similar to how the PSP game was, but yet like heightened in the direction of the final fantasy seven remake, if that yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all tuned in this way that like, I don't know. I I think I said this on a super NPCs episode, but like some hack and slash combat games feel like, like sometimes it feels like cumbersome or not intuitive. And then sometimes it feels like every button press just feels right and feels good. And that's how that crisis core remake is. I'm in, I'm really enjoying it. And again, very easy to pick up and put down like it's yeah. it's chapter based so you know it makes a great it made a great mobile game back in the day and it's still kind of makes a great mobile game but i well, and, i'm and, loving and beyond beyond the the chapter base like there's the individual like missions that you can go on that are just like three combat encounters mm-hmm. um and i love like one of my favorite parts about playing uh crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion was that like i could choose like okay this this time i'm gonna like sit down with it and it's gonna be like a story experience where like i'm seeing these cutscenes and i've got to do some like fighting and exploring in, in between it or like this will be a podcast time where i'm listening to a podcast and yeah. just doing combat challenges and that's Ugh. the best yeah I'm so happy that that game has such great combat because I will play it anyway. Like I played through Dirge of Cerberus. I don't care if 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 it sucks, I'll still play a Final Fantasy VII thing. But like the fact that it has such great combat means I'm doing a lot of the extra stuff in that game mm-hmm. because it's so much fun to do it. Like, and when I played the PSP game last year for the Super Gamer Boys like it uh, intensive episode on it. I didn't do barely any side stuff because I was just blown and going, you know? But now mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take my time with this. I've already played this. This is a book I've already read. I'm going to, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to, now I'm going to study the margins and kind of look at the, look at the spine more. Ooh, it's like how uh, last year when um, Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power was coming out, oh, yeah. that I read the appendices of oh. The Return of the King for the first time. That's wonderful. It was and great. Anytime you want to bring those books back on the show, Patrick, I love it when you bring a, a Hobbit or a Lord of the Rings on the show yeah, and right. physically read it. Um, that's right. All right. What do you guys say we get into the news? I'm still stuck on a uh, blown and going. Just blown, blown and going. going. That is that a is that a phrase that kept, is that a phrase that anyone knows? That's what my dad used to say that when I was young. Oh really? I thought yeah. you were just 
I thought you were just being a fucking weirdo. No, oh, no, no, I know, no. Jeremy, I know it from your dad, too. You know it from my dad? He just says blown and going? That's where uh, I heard it. Yeah, I don't know what blown and going means, but I guess you can infer lots of things. Uh, There actually is a couple of pretty choice news items today. But before choice. we get into that, let's talk about some of the... Uh... Oh, tell me I didn't just freaking close all your tabs close all my i didn't okay we got some new releases uh and some good new releases dare i say good ones uh kirby return to dreamland deluxe came out for nintendo switch um i picked this up i played through the first whole world of it uh just to try it out um because i wanted to you know tantalize myself with something on the on to, to come um very happy with with this game no. and the way that it looks and the way that it plays. Has anyone else tried this? No, no not yet. I, yeah. I I expect that I will get it, um, but I have not made any look. I still got this Fire Emblem. Game. I know. I hear you, pal. I hear you. I, I I it's good. It's it's good. I think it's good. And I didn't play this on the Wii, um, but. I who did is really my I don't question. Know. Like I Tyler obviously Schnupp. no did he? Ty, Ty, Tyler Schnapp played it on Wii. He has it on the Wii. I don't remember ever seeing it in stores. I played Epic yeah, Yarn. Either. I played the hell yeah. out of that. I loved Epic Yarn. Yeah. I, to be back in the time in the time of the Wii in my memory, I don't remember this getting a lot of like press or love or anything. So yeah, I I, it's it's a little bit of a a later um, Wii game. I, I believe it came out just a couple months before skyward sword so like wow. it's you know really in those like death throws where like uh you would have to like go back to your wii in order to play a a, a new nintendo game on it mm -hmm. um which i think people were willing to do for zelda to a certain mm -hmm. extent um but not really for kirby yeah uh octopath 2 came out um i I'm excited to play this game. I loved Octopath 1 and the look and the uh, combat is great in those games. Um, that How far did we all get in Octopath Traveler 1? Connor, I'll Let's, let you start. So 55 hours and I believe I was like at everyone's or had like started doing final chapters in people's single story. Yeah. Um, and I think I, the last time I played it, I went up against a boss that I was doing for like an hour and it killed me and I just never went back to it, but nice. I liked it. It was a great 55 hours. Uh, beat everyone single story. Uh, I think, and then I had one thing left. It was like, go beat the God boss at the, for, with all of your friends. And I, and I was, and I looked up that that was like nearly impossible or something. And then I just didn't do it. Patrick. Yeah, you guys, you guys put in a lot more time than I did. I, I think I was maybe like halfway through the third chapters um, oh, when nice. when I like petered out. But that even that was like 25, yeah. 30 hours. So. Yeah, it was an I, I think I mean, this was an earlier switch game in my memory. Yeah, totally. So it was like uh, back then I was playing all of whatever I was playing on the switch. Like I it was it wasn't until like I think 2019 or something when I would start playing games for a little bit dropping off playing games for a little bit dropping off yeah oh, i was yeah, yeah. i was hyped for part one yeah uh, or the first game and i pre-ordered it uh it was i was like i played the demo i think i maybe even gave feedback on the demo because you could do I, I that gave feedback on the demo yeah, yeah I, I was there that for that rocks and so i'm almost honestly a little surprised that 
this game was coming and I wasn't really, I was like, uh, I bet I'll like it, but I don't know. And now I've heard a lot of great stuff and sampled it. And I'm like, hmm, I think I would probably really like this. Well, here's here's the thing is that like, I felt a little bit, not burned necessarily, but like uh, uh, a triangle strategy ended up not being the kind of strategy game that I wanted. Like mm -hmm. it's just so damn talky um yeah uh, that like you know that's that's i, I think it's the same like studio within square yeah. enix um it's obviously the same art style um and then uh bravely default 2 was also like that's the again like the same group um within square enix and i didn't really care for for that game either so i was like i i think i got like a little bit burned by the like flavor of octopath um, even though, uh, live alive in the same art style, a game that I absolutely loved from last year. Huh. I, the art style is the thing that draws me into those games. Mm -hmm. The writing and the story is what keeps me at a distance usually yeah. from yeah. all of them, because I love Bravely Default's graphics and combat, like especially the first yeah. game and default or whatever, Bravely, Bravely second. second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love those games, but I just, but like, don't, that story is rubbish. And, uh, you know, it's not unlike another game that we might be talking about later on today. I don't know. Uh, but um, though definitely not why I go to those games. And so by the end of Octopath right. 1, I mean, I'm skipping ev everything. I think I yeah, watched yeah. all of Primrose's stuff. She's mm -hmm. like the the thief, I think, or the dancer. the dancer. She's the dancer, yeah. yep. And her story is particularly good, but I'm, I've heard through the grapevine that Octopath 2 might fix some things about that that we didn't like before um and i and i understand it to be taking place in a little bit of a like future jump in time where there's like steam engines and stuff there's like Ooh. more technology which i mean get me closer to final fantasy 6 and i'm hell yes and i'm there you yeah, know i've heard more industrial than medieval yeah that's cool. great uh, and, and a game called Wulong Fallen Dynasty came out. People are loving this game. Um, any, any, have you guys heard of this? Any interest in Wulong Fallen Dynasty? I don't even know what kind of game it is. Is it a third-person action game? Yeah, it is. It's a it's Koei a, Tecmo. It, yeah, a uh, a a Neo like, right? I think so. A Team Ninja. So that means like. That can mean a lot of things, I guess. But Team Ninja had done did like uh, what is that game? Um, uh, where you play as like it's like the mental health Viking game. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? What's no, it the called? mental the mental health Viking game. That's <laughs> is that not Team Ninja? No, that that's a uh, that's a uh, depression uh, axe. No, 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 no. Come on, <laughs> come on, that's guys. Like Hellblade, Hellblade, Hellblade sent you a, send you yeah. a sacrifice. That, yeah. Um, not not Team Ninja. I thought that was Team Ninja. No, uh, that that's someone else. Ninja Gaiden is Team Ninja, correct? It's got to be. So what's what cool about Ninja this made? game? Team Ninja made other M. <laughs> what else? <laughs> uh, they they also made the uh, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. The Black they Order. Did I believe? Oh, they do Dead or Alive. Yeah, I'm course. doing this off great, the dome. Great, great. Me Metroid Other M. Great, great, great. Hyrule Warriors. Neo. They make Neo. Well, that's just Koei Tecmo. That's uh, not. I don't think that's Team Ninja. It isn't. I'm on Team Ninja's. Sorry, I was, I was responding to Connor. Oh, what did Connor say? Uh, that's right. Warriors. Yeah, oh. I'm just shouting out stuff. Oh, Strangers of Paradise, that Final Fantasy Origin game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Fire Chaos. Uh. 
okay, I guess they didn't do send you a. Wh- what am I thinking of? Who did Hellblade? Now what I got is... it. Now I got to figure that out. <laughs> well, that's that. I mean, now that's a studio that's been purchased by Microsoft. Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory. Well, anyways, I love. Uh, I usually love Team Ninja's like overall combat design and philosophy so maybe this is good i don't know we'll like are, do we know what people are liking about it they like that hard it's to hard. say hard to say <laughs> you know hard to say uh oh and then in two days as of this recording so monday that dead cells castlevania dlc drops oh, and i'm yeah. very excited about that i mean it's more well, of a i guess me thing i don't know if you guys are castlevania freaks over here but I'm not uh, a. Uh, I I I feel like I probably should be, but I've I'm not a dead salesman. I've not I've not played it at all. Oh, it's uh it's great. It's another early kind of switch indie title. Yeah. I remember like just falling deeply in love with uh like a uh, Hades or something. I, I I liked it a lot. I'm okay. also not much of a dead salesman. I'm more of a death of a salesman type of person. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dead salesman. <laughs> I mean, look. Anytime you can find yourself at the theater, like, you know, mm-hmm. just like go, just like it, look, it's going to feel like a, a fancier evening. You got to spend a little money, maybe dress up a little bit, but like, that's right. That's right. Go, go to s- the theater. You simply must. Um, I, uh, canceled my PS VR two, uh, pre-order. Um, oh, uh, so you got, you, you got canceled and then you did some canceling. I got canceled, did a cancel so I could go have a wedding <laughs> and then, uh, uh, I only now, now that it's dropped, I only have regret it. Uh, no, well, he, I I want it, but yeah. I but the the response has been mixed to the PSVR two. And it's tough to drop five hundred and fifty dollars on a mixed response piece of kit. Right, and it's six hundred dollars. Don't forget it with shipping and tax. <laughs> like so, you're it's sure, six yes. it's six hundred out of your pocket for sure. Right. And that's with no games. Yeah, that's with no games. Um, I will say, you know, when I scroll through Twitter and I look at everyone posting their, you know, Horizon Forbidden West with the, they're like smashing pots with a hammer in VR. I looks very fun. Uh, that Gran Turismo game looks pretty fun in VR. Um, I don't I know play that Star Wars game in there too. That Star looks Wars. good. Uh, I, I pistol I played, whip looks fun. Mm-hmm. Moss and Moss Two. I only played the first Moss. I would love to play the second one, but I don't want to dig out my uh, OG PSVR. Wow, you have an OG one? Yeah. Oh man, I I yeah. I I guess it's just you wait for a sale. I is that is that what we're all thinking with this, or I mean, is, are we skipping it? I I mean, so I I was interested when as as we were approaching the release, um, because. You know, it's it's such a fun thing to just like to just like dip into for a little bit or like share with other people. It's so fun to share VR with other people, right? Right. Um. Uh. And so I was like, oh, I should I I should do this. It'd be cool. It'd be like a a fun new thing. And then as we were like getting closer to it, and I was like, but what do I actually like really want to play on this? Mm. Um. And that's when I was like, you know what? You know what I can do instead? You know what I can do instead? It's a smarter <laughs> idea. Something I'm going to use more, and it's going to cost me half as much money. Is get the OLED, which is what yeah. like gave me the permission structure in my head. I was I like, like, I'll that. do this and not this. Yeah. I don't know. I uh. I I. I this is I'm gonna jump into VR. I've never done it before. I mean, I've played <laughs> VR stuff before, but I've never owned a VR thing. I've never played any, you know, VR for any amount of time privately. 
I am, I'm going to do it. I think I'm just going to wait probably for a little bit of a sale. Wait for some like real like killer apps to show up on there too. Like some stuff that's like really going to sell me on it. Like it would be great if Half-Life Alex got ported to the PSVR 2. Like, you, you have to imagine that it's coming, right? Like if that happens, I feel like I'm, we're getting closer to a reality where I buy the the thing and just yeah. say fuck it like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna gamble on it you know yeah 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 uh connor, so, any any, yeah. any interest from connor in in vr definitely some general interest not interested <laughs> in the no. not just not interested <laughs> in the psvr2 um but because this has been um i've heard a lot of conversation about the system uh because it's just you know it's now released mm -hmm. uh i have had vr on the brain and i thought to myself hmm i do have a pc i just built what if someday oh. i did some vr with oh this you built thing? a pc yeah i don't know if you heard about it now that's what i'm talking about uh but so I think if I do, I might want to honestly test something out with this system I've already got. I don't know. Honestly, That's don't smart. even know what that entails. But um, I would uh, if like an Oculus or like something a like that. Quest yeah. 2 or something. But I'm interested. Yeah, and smart. Well, they make um, them for the PC where they don't even have cables and stuff, right? Like you can just it's all like wireless. Well, but Is that correct. That, that's that's just for the, the, the Quest and the quest too right that like everything else has has wires the quest is just the whole thing is uh like contained in the headset oh it says okay it isn't like hooked up to your steam account or something you you can you can oh. uh you can uh, like tether it to your computer but with a cable um and so then mm. you've uh, you know done away with that and then it just functions as like a regular headset i think connor if you're looking for like a cost effective um but still like technologically impressive uh like vr kit and the option is between doing something with your pc or doing something with the playstation i think the the psvr is actually like the cheaper option at the moment mm. uh, especially because it comes with those two controllers yeah um i think yeah. you know it's certainly possible if like stuff comes to it that i want to play significantly or i'm like i you know i'd like this kind of experience here mm -hmm. uh Definitely possible. I thought for that whole wind up, Patrick, you were going to be like, uh, the best option for you is to buy my old PSVR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but that yeah, is I'm true. In, yeah, that is I, true. I'm I'll interested. Sell, I'll sell it to you for uh, $480. Ooh, not bad. <laughs> not a bad price range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad price. <laughs> I, think, I think what would also really help is if, like, it became like an actual part of the conversation like vr finally like was like being covered on all the gaming podcasts and like if basically you were out of the loop without having one of these it's just never felt that way you know right. so it would be that would also be another impetus to buy it is it becoming more part of the zeitgeist that's that's a word i kind of made up zeitgeist i've been using it a lot oh, in this cool. episode oh, you made that up i didn't realize what does it that. mean i don't know i'm just i'm just yeah you so you you uh, uh coined zeitgeist and your dad uh blowing and going blowing and going you guys are real uh, they're evolutions of the same idea oh yeah here's there's i and i know it's like possible in in vr but like the 
thing that I really, really liked about the original PSVR is I would get online and play um, Star Wars Squadrons with some friends. Yeah. And you could, do squa- you could do squadrons in VR or regular. And everyone I was playing with was playing regular. Um, but I was in VR. Um, and being able to hang out and... I don't. I mean, first of all, the 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 VR experience in Squadrons is awesome because you can like turn around and see like the astromech droid behind you. Wow! Um, and, and like look around and just feels like you're in Star Wars, which is in, in, an incredible feeling. Um, but like then I can also like lean over and like look down and see my my friend's Y wing down there, you know, and like I know that that's Taylor and I can hear him talking to me, um, and like if we were all in VR and all hanging out that way, like that. There, there are certainly games like that, um, yeah. but it's just like I don't that know. That sounds it, it amazing. Does, it's it's not widespread enough that like you could just do it and hang out there all the time. But yeah, it what it was amazing. That sounds fucking cool, man. Dang. Cool, man. Well, maybe maybe soon we'll see. Um, some notable DLCs released. Um, this is probably the last thing we'll close out with. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, have two DLCs coming. One of them is um, coming sooner than the other one, right? Now, how about that? Yeah, yeah. one of yeah, one of them will fall, be co- fall and winter is when fall coming. and winter. Uh, no dates, right? Like no uh, dates. No dates. Um, and we don't really know much about what is going to be in this. I think two new legendaries are being introduced, one in each DLC. I think like. that's a I think those are just part of uh Terra Raid battles that are are coming to the games uh regardless of 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 the DLC pack. Um oh. we 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 know a little bit about them. Um one of them uh you're visiting like a a place outside of the Paldea region um that's got like a little bit more of like a uh like ancient japanese looking aesthetic to it uh, yeah. and then in the second one you are are an exchange student to the blueberry academy <laughs> i love this game man <laughs> i i don't know did you guys um oh we got we're introducing uh a, a couple of a few different pokemon in here looks like uh okie do okie doggy okie doggy you guys seen okie doggy yeah. <laughs> uh monkey dory and Fezendipity. I'm here. I, for, I hate that I'm I had here, to say those. I hate I, that I said those. I shouldn't have read those names out loud. Hearing um, those names is the most interested I've been in playing this game. Yeah, one's one's called Monkey Dory. No big deal. You may uh, have sold me just on that. So, yeah, Fe- Fezendipity did it for me. Yeah, Fezendipity looks. And you pretty get to good. do Terra Reed battles. That's crazy, dude. I love a Terra Reed battle. I uh, I love this game. I beat. Pokemon Scarlet. I got all the legendaries in that. I actually had a really good time doing it. Did anybody else? Patrick, were you into this or did you I didn't dive pick in? it up. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh it I will say that it looked like crap and played worse, but it uh was you know, it's Pokemon. It's so it was so much fun. It was probably the most fun I've had in a Pokemon game in a long time. Um so I'm definitely going to maybe play these. I don't know. Uh Elden Ring DLC uh, we got one tweet from From Software from their Japanese account, and it just says, uh, "It just had a it, one image, and mm-hmm. then the tweet said in English, Shadow of the Erd Tree is the name of the DLC. So, of course, you know the lore heads out there are doing two and a half hour long videos on just the one screenshot from the tweet and trying to surmise 
what does that mean for not just the game and the gameplay, but the story and the lore and, uh, Vati Vidya put out a video that is, uh, uh, pretty comprehensive. If you care about any of this from soft lore stuff, um, I'm deep, I'm too deep into the community. I'll never, I'll never see air again. I'm, uh, underwater with this stuff. I love it so much, but, uh, no one knows, I guess when this is going to drop or when it's going to, um, Happen. People yeah. are su uh, su supposing that it's going to be actually not close to now, but far away from now. That's when we'll end up is actually seeing it. But like you think, you think before the end of the year. I, I if it's holiday twenty twenty three, I'd be happy with that. But I could see it. I could see it being at least that long. You know. You know, maybe long. I don't know. Maybe sh yeah. maybe shorter. We'll see. You know. If you do come up for air, Jeremy, like go slow. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to get the lore bends. The lore bends. Yeah. Uh, I'll look like an Elden Ring character after I get the lore bends. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, this is this is really exciting. I mean, what can we say here? This is like the biggest game, freaking ever, and it's gonna get cool DLC. And there's all kinds of questions left in that story, like what does certain characters do or mean, or some some people weren't exactly as fleshed out as others. And I think we're all hoping that we may get to make good on all those people, and then we'll never have to think about it again. <laughs> I'm still wondering who Elden Ring is. Yeah, right. Is Elden Ring the guy in the green outfit? <laughs> the guy in the green outfit? You know, the guy <laughs> with the sword. Right, right Link. Yeah, is that Elden right. Ring? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Elden Ring. Yeah. Can, I, can I just distract us from go breaking from the news to our break an hour into the show by bringing up two things? Yeah. First is... Just have to mention Pokemon Sleep from the Pokemon Direct. Oh, yeah. Um, finally, you can sleep in a bed with your Pokemon. Um, and, well, and, oh, you know what I should mention in, in tandem with that is that, gosh, I should have done this earlier. Guys, I've been using Pikmin Bloom, and it's oh. so much fun. Really? It's, it's very interesting that you say you've been using it and not that you've been playing it. Yeah, because I sort of see it, it. It for me, it's like a hybrid between a game and like an activity tracker. Mm -hmm. Like I'm using it because I walk and run a lot, and I just track it with my phone. Or if I run, I do like the Nike app that tracks my pace and all that. But with Pikmin, it's really like it's a fun reason. It's giving me like incentive to walk around that are cute Pikmin and having more of them and giving them nectar and finding cool stuff. They've got like cool stuff. I think Pokemon Go might do a little bit of this where uh, certain landmarks in your area will be like, uh, like I could find a little envelope in Pikmin and, uh, or, or a stamp in Pikmin. And on the stamp is like this like tooth thing in Silver Lake, this like tooth statue. Uh, tooth statue. Like it's a picture of it. And it's like, oh, a landmark. You crossed the landmark. Here's like your reward for it. Wait, um, picture what, what of, a, of a tooth statue. It's on Hyperion. There's like a, a dentist's office, and it's got this like hilarious looking. Uh, Did you say dentist's office? Dennis yeah. Curlette office. <laughs> Dennis uh, Curlette's office? Dennis Curlette's office has a big tooth out in front of it. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Thank I feel you for like breaking it down. I feel like you could have. I didn't even need to tell you that. You could have figured that part Your out. Your dentist's right. name right. is Dennis. But uh, Pigman Bloom's cool. If you guys go on walks dentist or run. Curlette? I recommend dentist for let. I recommend you get it because it's just fun. It's fun interaction with the, with the fun fran uh, fun 
wholesome, well-meaning franchise. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the well-meaning. Martin, well-meaning. I love yeah, well-meaning, well-meaning as a descriptor. Yeah, very progressive. Uh, uh, also, I got just as long as we're yeah, talking please. Pikmin, there are at least two separate occurrences of Pikmin at Super Nintendo World. That's oh, awesome. Oh, love it. I wish they were like hidden Mickeys where you would find. They kind of are. They're they're oh. not like they're, there's very little language at the park, which is cool. Uh, but so like you know things aren't labeled with words, right? Yeah. To be like this is uh this is this game and this is this yeah. game. Like, they're just sort of experiences you walk up to them. Um, but like same way with the with the Pikmin that you can get some stamps in the app for like viewing them through these binocular things, mm. but like. There's nothing pointing out like, hey, this is a weird thing. This, this is a Pikmin. Interesting. Um, That's cool. It's all, it's all very like, there's a lot of discovery there. Oh. The Pikmin should be food. Don't you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> then we become I, I the monsters you fight in the game. Yeah, I need a Pikmin. No I'm problem. Like, yeah. It sounds, uh, how, how would you prepare a Pikmin? Heat it up. Boil microwave. it. <laughs> microwave. Uh, oh. Wash, <laughs> wash, just bummed everyone wash out. It. Yeah, I wash it. I yeah. I shave it, and then I boil. Oh, like a carrot, sort of. Yeah. You'd wash I'm thinking it it's it's very it's very skin it alive. Yeah. Oh I think boy, the skin on. You can roast it in the oven with like yeah. uh, some olive oil and like Salt rosemary. Pepper. Yeah, I love like um, that. The the last thing I I'm gonna bring up is that <laughs> a funny thing happened, which is the Mario movie got moved up two days, so now it's Wednesday, April like fifth or something and and i'm furious about this because uh we we obviously mark and i have to do an episode about the, yes. this movie uh, and it has to be like as soon as possible right um we 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 put episodes out on tuesday and thursday and when i thought the movie was coming out on friday i was like great we'll see it over the weekend we'll record an episode for the next thursday you know that's just our schedule now the movie comes out on wednesday we've got to see it on wednesday and, and, and then record yeah. yeah you got to do the thing you got to do the thing <laughs> we got to do that hey it's gonna be fun though. That's gonna be. I'm, I can't wait for that recap. I'll uh, and I'll be there too. I'll go see it with you guys. I'll yeah, be. Yeah, let's go. I'll be a couple of bros back. You know, kind of just hanging out. Just you say you a couple of bros back. I'll be a couple of bros back. You know. <laughs> um. Anyways, that's the news. We gotta take a quick break. Um. Uh, but when we come back, we're gonna, you know, have ourselves a good old fashioned fire emblem engage hoot nanny. So stay tuned for that. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today we're talking about Fire Emblem Engage. I am joined by Connor McCabe and Patrick Ellers. Guys, so let's start. I want to start out by asking you all, what is your Fire Emblem experience? I mean, this kind of question, it's it's just a freaking bullseye every time, right? It's a, it's, it's a great it's, question. It's how you want to just mm-hmm. start these things. Everyone wants to know, did they, are they new to the series? Did they have they been long-standing fans? Connor, let's start with you. What's tell me about Fire Emblem? First of all, Jeremy, I just want to say pro move by asking that question. Thank like, you. Hold you on just... here. <laughs> and let's just be clear that star is for you. Uh, yep, that's for which, me. And when I'm I really, ask a good question, and, and I, when I get it. married or ask a good question, I can have what myself one of those. Yeah, Same you reward. deserve it, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have very limited ex- 
limited experience with the series. Kind of a classic American kid who discovered Martha and Roy in Smash Bros and thought they were cool in Melee, but was also like, whoa, these guys are way different than everyone, but didn't lean on them in the mm. game too much. Um, never even touched a game in the series until Fire Emblem Three Houses released. Uh, and that was actually a game that I didn't plan to get, but once I got a Switch voucher back in the first like run of those things, yeah. I just I made I bought it once because I was like, I'm sure there's gonna be a couple games that I'm on the fence about that I just want to be a little cheaper. Mm. And those games ended up being um Fire Emblem Engage and Link's Awakening remake. Link's Awakening remake, one of my all-time favorite games. And 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 sorry, I said engage, three houses is what I meant, but I got three houses. Uh I think I put around 20 25 hours into it really liked my time first real extensive experience with any tactics game at period sort Whoa. of um like never played advanced wars never played um you know any other front mission front mission ogre oh gray battle oh gray battle no like i have <laughs> tactics advance on the gba but i never played it really uh. um and so i liked it but i fell off of three houses at some point uh, oh, I hope that didn't hurt when he fell off of you know all what? three Thankfully, of those Thankfully, I landed in the bushes. Hell and you know, yeah. the rule of comedy and Assassin's Creed means you're fine. Um, right. And you you fell into bushes all three times you fell off these houses? All three. And you thought, by the second time I went up there, I was like, Connor, you know what's going to happen. You're yeah, going to fall yeah, off right. this one and these the next freaking one. freaking steeples are slick <laughs> and there's they're yeah. no traction on these steeples. Um, but... Ever since this game was announced, I was like, oh, I remember really liking Three Houses. This looks really fun. Maybe I'll have the time for it and give it a chance. And uh, I also got this the day it came out and I've been playing it ever since. Ever since. Wow. Well, that's a beautiful tale. Uh, Patrick, do you have a similarly beautiful tale? Uh, I have. A, yes, my tale is so <laughs> similarly beautiful. Uh, kind of like I... Marin's tale. What's that? Oh, like Marin's tale. tale. We'll get to it. Right, we'll right. get to it. Mark Marin's tale? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I got into <laughs> the Fire Emblem. The FWTF stands for fur. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I got into Fire Emblem with Awakening on the, ah, on the 3DS. Beautiful. Um, Been eyeing that on eBay for a little bit. I think I want it. It's great. It's my favorite one. Who's um, the main character in that? What 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 is their name? Well, there's Crom and Crom. Lucina. Yeah, Crom and Lucina. Got it. Um, and that game has like just the coolest thing in that there's a, a time travel component where there is like a small army of characters from the future coming back to fight by your side. And that small army is made up of the progeny of your uh, main timeline characters. So like you are, you know, building relationships between your characters so that they can have kids that travel back in time from the future to help you out in battle. It's mm -hmm. awesome. It's like I the Pokemon it. daycare. Uh, is there time travel at the Pokemon daycare? Oh, if you imagine it enough. Oh, okay. if you imagine it enough, there I is. I guess the only part that's similar is that you're like breeding Pokemon. In no, that's some real like Terminator stuff there. I feel like yeah. that, like time yeah. traveling to help Absolutely. you out in the past. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it rips. Uh, I, I, I loved it uh, so much that I was like, anytime they put out one of these games, I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, uh, you know, I play, played the other two games on, on 3DS, mm-hmm. um, uh, obviously picked up and played and loved Three Houses. Um, uh, dabbled a little bit with the uh, the two Fire Emblem Heroes games, um, in particular the uh, Fire Emblem War. Wait, did I say Heroes? It's it's Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Um, I didn't uh, even catch it. I was just like, he knows. Well, because I also <laughs> mess around with Heroes, which is the mobile game. Ah, <laughs> um, yes, yes. But yeah, uh, the the uh, the three houses uh warriors game which is called fire emblem warriors three hopes um played a, a, f- a fair amount of that um and uh yeah so i i feel like I've, I've got a little more experience uh with the series than um connor was describing for himself but like the it's such a deep franchise and so many of those games haven't been localized um yeah. that i i feel like there's always going to be a blank spot as I reflect on like the series as, as a whole. Um, and this game forces you to do that because they, it keeps shoving characters at you that are from uh, previous entries yeah. in the franchise. And, and really rewarding your knowledge of previous games by yes. also giving you mini quests where you go visit their little areas yes. from, yeah. from, from Fire Emblem's past. I uh, entered the series with the Fates uh games mm. on 3ds um so i missed awakening i own it now I, I did go back and buy it when like i felt like 3ds stuff was going to shoot up in price and made sure to grab that so i have it but i i got birthright was was my fate game i also played birthright and uh that's corin is the main character of those games and had an excellent time with it didn't finish the game but like played a ton of it and really really just like loved the loop of it and yeah. uh you know three houses was a game i i feel like me and connor might have played either about the same amount or uh a little maybe i played a little more a little less something like that but but i did enjoy three houses pr- pretty well i i re- i picked the whatever the archer guy's house and golden deer golden deer too. yeah dimitri Ro- right dimitri maybe or no no, no Dim- dimitri is the 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 blue... blonde boy uh, blue lion oh god that thank yeah. you uh I had a 50 50 shot nice not edelgard <laughs> either edelgard's the the woman black that's who eagle. i went with yeah. when i played yeah, that black game eagle. yeah um but uh fantastic game though i think i don't really know remember why i jumped off but it was the middle of the pandemic so should have been should have just kept going but should have didn't um fire emblem engage i don't even remember wanting to play this when it like started to come out or we started to see things about it it looked gimmicky like i almost was thinking is this a real fire emblem game or is this some sort of gimmick off like side fire emblem entry Mm, yeah yeah Uh, because of the bringing back of the old characters right which is uh, sort of a a feature of heroes the mobile game right because the mobile game is like it's all characters from previous fire emblems there there Mm -hmm. are a a few original characters but like yeah Yeah. it, it does feel like that aspect of it feels cheap but it, for, for me the the big thing that made me go like oh do i really want to play this game uh is this main character yeah uh, <laughs> looks stupid yeah he looks goddamn terrible mr. and i love colgate it. yeah mr colgate himself oh i fr- i did play that mobile game and i did like it for a, a while that was a yeah. that was like a mainstay mobile game when i would be at the doctor's office like waiting for something or whatever it was yeah it was i i enjoyed that quite a bit fell off eventually but liked hero, uh, heroes for a bit yeah. uh yeah i don't i don't even 
I don't know when I saw it. I, I guess I just bought it because I buy every first party Nintendo thing. I'm just like, I'll just get that. And I turned it on and started playing and did a chapter, did another chapter, did another chapter. And the thing that's confounding to me about why, how this got a hook, how it got its hooks in me is to, and tell me if you guys disagree, this story and its characters suck. <laughs> like it is, it is just like, I don't know if other Fire Emblem games have this problem. I thought Three Houses was, I believe the world of Three Houses, it felt like a very buttoned up, almost like Harry Potter kind of yes. world we were in. This game is just like, I feel like a lot of the, like the story of it, I feel like has only now gotten really interesting and I'm on chapter 23. So I do want to fit here. What chapter are you guys on as of this recording? Uh, I I'm on chapter 13. Beautiful. Connor. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of you two. I'm on chapter. I finished chapter 19 today. Oh, great. Okay, cool. I wanted to roll credits before this podcast as a, as like a flex, but we'll get into like why that was, that's actually really hard. To, it's really hard to just blow through the game in, in any point because there's so much maintenance stuff um, you got to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I constantly get distracted by the, so I, I bought the, the DLC for this thing. Cause I was right. like, I just want, I, I, I want all of it. Just give it all to me. Right. Um, so uh, I, I've done uh, the divine paralogs that are uh, available to me as part of the DLC. And just like when a paralog pops up, uh, I, I can't, even when I'm like, this is, uh, it wants me to be higher level for this. Yeah. I try it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I, I spend a lot of, a lot of time in this game, uh, embarking on challenges that are too tough for me, um, and cool. getting smashed. Yeah. The, the paralog stuff in this game is really addictive to me mm -hmm. because the reward is just so juicy. You either yeah. get a new emblem or you get uh, one of your emblems is allowed now to max out their like stats right. with you. Uh, so we should describe what an emblem is. Connor, what do you think? What is an emblem? Like what's, what is that? What's an emblem to you? Connor? Yeah. What's it mean to you? Well, it's a, I would say it's a crest of sorts. It's a logo, something that like, uh, you know, it's a like family, Nike, one of our sponsors. Group. Yeah. That's like Nike's uh, emblem or quest. Mm -hmm. Uh, but for the purposes of this game, they're the rings. This is like the whole, the big gimmick of this game, as you had kind of mentioned, which it, and gimmick, I, I feel like, uh, is set, feels a little derogatory. So it's it's essentially the draw, which it's the ring. You get these actual rings that you would wear on your finger in the game, and they house uh, like a spirit of a former Fire Emblem hero from the series of games, and they act as. Uh, not only buffs to like minor statistical buffs to your character, even when passive, but when you use them, a lot of the time they will have a special abilities. They're, I really feel like they're they're very similar to summons in a way, right. kind of in the yeah, way they're, they're espers for sure. Yes, they're they're espers. They're I'm I'm a big fan Aeons, of the first. Maybe I, I'm always the person to stand yeah. up for Golden Sun. Golden Sun has a system like this with Jin, the Jin yeah. uh, and then summoning them and how that all works. Uh, it's different, of course. That's like Pokemon meets this, but uh, yeah, that's what that's basically what the emblems are. And yeah. yeah, ton of incentive to find these things and use them. Yeah, and I too, like Patrick, I ended up getting the DLC as well because I was just I couldn't sink my teeth into this 
any further. I had bit, I, I tooth met tooth, folks. Yeah. Uh, when I sank my teeth into it, but um, I had played past dentist cure it. Den- dentist cure it. Cur leds. Uh, curds leds. Um, I after I finished chapter ten, which is a turning point in the story, and a point where uh, let's just say I didn't have as much stuff as I wanted. <laughs> Okay, I like it. Yeah, I don't know how much I need to skirt over this, but essentially, you you build emblems, you getting them as you go through the game. There's a point where you may or may not have them. They may 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 or may not be stolen from you, and so I got through that. It still makes the encounter very very difficult getting out of that spot, but it's it was a good challenge. And then when I got the DLC, I start getting emblems, and I start feeling the loss of the of what happened to me more. Or less, excuse me, because I was getting power ups. It was sick. Yeah, at some point in the game, you know, things, you know, you receive things and things get taken away, and and it's it's it's, and then part of the game is rebuilding, and that's really and that's its own sort of fun, and there's a narrative arc there with all that stuff. But one of the things about having the DLC that's really nice is you're able to kind of build yourself back up quicker than I think the game would allow you to do if you were just doing the yeah, single totally. player campaign. Um, I love the DLC characters. I love doing all of their like little things and I got, I got them all um, very, uh, there are two more that are about to drop. Uh, I think they drop this today week, right? or tomorrow. They drop Whoa, soon. Really? Yeah. And that'll be it, right? That's the final thing. No, for... no, no. There, oh. There's, I, I think that's just the uh well no I don't I don't I don't know. Um there there, there is a there's a big because the xenologs aren't available yet, right? The xenologs? I don't know. I think uh whatever uh Krom and Robin are the two that I think are coming out soon. I mean, look, I I might be totally off my rocker here, but it's you know what my my thought process was because I don't I rarely get DLC for games. I usually only get it for games that I just want more game of. And right. that's why I ended up getting this and it's been totally worth it. Uh Yeah, like, March 8th they uh they release pack 3. Uh I searched Engage DLC and on on Bing cuz that's what my browser uses natively. I've been on a little Bing binge. Okay. Uh, and trending on being the first thing says the Rachel Ray show ends. I'm sorry I didn't share this during the news. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Uh, yeah. So I guess, oh, this wave will be followed by a fourth wave, which will add the new uh, story titled Fell Xenolog. The Fell Xenolog. Okay. Okay. And that, and the, and that just has a tentative like end of the year. Like it'll be out by sometime this year. But, right. um, but yeah. So, but anyways, we can collect more of our emblems, some choice ones, actually, Crom and Robin. And yeah. Uh, and Veronica is another one from the Archie comics. I think so. Cool. I, I think so. Would, she, wouldn't it be cool if they like somehow uh, managed that partnership and just got Veronica, but not Betty? Yep. That yeah, would be good. And uh, Art and Archie's not an archer. That would be too easy. <laughs> He's a Pullman or something. Um, a Pullman. A Pullman. Bill. Uh, okay. So we've got. Um, yeah. So I guess just quickly, just. What what I guess what do we think here? The loop is just so good that it doesn't really matter that like the story and the characters feel like they're wooden people that don't have any real personality or anything. Well, like what? He, uh, well, here's uh, why are we what, putting up with place, this? Why are we putting up with it? Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like I think to call the characters wooden is 
Like that's the generous way to describe them. A lot of the characters, especially a lot of the characters you meet early on, including mm-hmm. your playable character, are mm-hmm. actively annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's not just about them being wooden or not too emotive. They're just like a lot of them suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the, in, in particular, like, so y- you play as uh, the divine dragon, a like human embodiment of a mystical force that everyone in this world worships. Um, and uh, you you wake up uh, after, you know, hundreds of years of sleep or whatever, um, and you're being guarded over by um, this uh, old man with a goatee who I decided early on is a narc, uh, and so he's not in my party. <laughs> oh, is this uh, it- Vander? Vander, yeah. Vander is, Vander is out of mine, too. We, I want to do a party run through with everybody real, uh, at some point, but Vander's out for me, too. Um, and then and then there are there are two little kids who are like the next generation of like yeah. guardians who watch over you. Freaking frickin frack. Yeah, <laughs> they are the worst RPG yeah. characters I've ever kept in my party for as long as I have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like they're just they're just annoying. They're, their whole shtick is like they uh worship this divine dragon and treat him like a tiktok star right they um, run a fan club uh clan yep. was in my party for a lot longer than fram was uh i or yeah. no sorry reverse that fram is fram, like a healer and i didn't right. have and so i used her longer than clan who's a spellcaster right right, right but right. now they're both gone goodbye um but here's here's the thing after you get through uh the narc and the two dorks um <laughs> i find i find that the rest of the characters uh aren't actually bad um mm-hmm. like still sort of like wooden and with the same like you know presentation that's like consistent throughout like all of the uh, you know uh, the, the, the the whole game but like i don't know they, they're characters that i i met later on that i really like uh mm-hmm. Um, like I like Eddie, uh, Eddie, and uh, oh Butcheron. yeah, Etta or whatever the archer. Oh, yeah, I just call her Eddie. I, it, Eddie, maybe, uh, yeah, she. Well, Etta. so I've been calling them all the wrong things. They say their own names when you deploy them. I think at some, and I remember her saying Etta, and me being like, "Are you Oops. kidding me? <laughs> it's that." I, don't know. I think it's pronounced Rattata. Oh, sure, Rattata? Yeah. sure, yeah. Hakuna, Hakuna, Hakuna Ratata. Hakuna Ratata, yeah. <laughs> Hakuna Ratata. Has oh, anyone done no. that? Oh, no. Um, we've, unlocked, <laughs> we've unlocked some sort of secret bonus stage with that, Connor. Uh, I, I um, am pretty much in agreement with you, Patrick. I, I actually think, for as much as I love this game, I think it starts really rough. Yeah. The story and character, especially at the beginning, is rough. Your mom, who's been watching over you, totally wants to bang you, and you want to bang your mom. Right. Um, it should be cool. Should be cool. It should be allowed. Which, should, which, hey, as soon as they legalize it, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what legalize it means when I say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> um, but uh, it's pretty rough. The Fram and Clan are <laughs> everyone in this game. I mean, they fawn over you. Mm. They're like some of the most egregious offenders. And at first, the way that people would interact with me did continue to annoy me but then there's some ways where that gets it's fun and silly um th- it, more than annoying to me as the game progressed and i ended up liking i thought the story got a lot better but the characters were i had more fun meeting them they they got better too but the story i think at least was coherent whereas the characters are just kind of like <laughs> some of them are just so nuts yeah 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 i yeah. I, I agree with that that like 
um yeah they're just so every everyone is just so strange um and like the uh, because so so much of what like how the characters personalities are expressed are through what they look like right just like through through their appearance through their costumes um and like some of these costumes man i i can't like wrap my head around them i was texting with connor um about fighting one of the one of the villains uh and i didn't know her name so i just described her as the woman that has like a black waffle on her face ivy. oh ivy ivy yes yeah Ivy, man, I yeah, I yeah, Ivy's sick. Uh, the, Ivy, just yeah. stuff like that, like every Ivy sword. <laughs> well, Connor? Spe- specifically <laughs> the uh, specifically, there's a villain whose costume is like one of those big eye roll anime costumes where it looks like a statue in like a pervert's house. <laughs> like uh, Zephia is the name of the character who it's just like bondage wear or something. And it's like supposed to telegraph she's evil or whatever. And it's like, it's like, yeah, but it's just like, uh, it is for it's, it's, you know, it's a costume that where your eyes sort of pop out and you do the coyote howl. And well, this oh, is I, had to, I had to this clean is... my tongue a few times. It dropped to the floor. Yeah. You dropped to the floor oh, and it rolled all the way rolled out. And then all in the entire Oscars, honestly, did I won't, the red I won't, carpet walk on your tongue. Yeah. I won't not vacuum that long again. Good. That's smart. Uh, the, this, uh, Zephyr is one of the hounds, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the four hounds, I um, four, four, four. Yeah. There, there are four hounds and yeah. three of them are perverts. Dude, um, one of them is a is actually a I think a really great character, Grease or whatever. He's like yes, the guy yes. who like loves pain or whatever. Yes, like well, he's, he's the cool biggest guy. pervert of them all. He's um, a big pervert. I love I him. I love him. <laughs> yeah, Amavier is one of the hounds. He's less of a pervert. He's like a nobleman guy. <laughs> he's the one that I'm counting as not pervert, even though he might be a secret pervert. He's probably a secret pervert. I mean, they yeah. all are, but like uh, he he's uh, he's he's he seems uh, a little bit more on the straight and narrow um and then what's the name of the little the little lowly girl yeah marnie Marnie, that's right she's a yeah well uh yeah it's it it was confounding to me i usually don't like really get hooked on games where i just really don't care about the story or bypass that and and i and i agree with what you guys are saying there sometimes a character will shine and have a little moment where i'm like i like Mm -hmm. that move i like that little story beater. I like this person. And when we get, uh, I don't know if you're quite there yet, Patrick. I don't remember what Pat, what trapter you go to the, the town of Psalm S O L M. Yes. I, you... I'm, I'm traveling. I'm, I'm there now. I've been through like the desert. Um, oh, great. Cool. Okay. So uh, they, so they, they, I, they I, yeah. 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 They start introducing people of color into the world of fire emblem, which is like, and those characters are, those characters way are great. great yeah way great and like yeah. and like very welcome and like their their play styles very welcome you mm-hmm. haven't seen it up to that point and just like their whole vibe is really cool like specifically i've kept timara in my party for a long she's like the princess of the area okay so I've, I've i've not met her you've met, yet. Not met timara I, I, yeah i'll give you a little little uh little Ooh, sneak little peek she's great um but okay, so let's talk about our parties right now. Patrick, let's start with you because you're a little earlier on. So our parties are going to look a little little different than yours. But uh, yeah, um, but who are you rocking right now? So I, uh, whenever I play a Fire Emblem game, I uh, like frustratingly kind of like shift around who, who I'm using. Um, I, I like Same. to keep like kind, kind of a, a balanced party. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see if I can, uh, if I go to support, Okay, yeah. Um, so 
uh, obviously the, uh, the 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 divine dragon himself. Uh, who, mm-hmm. uh, whenever I play a, a video game now where they uh, let me name a, a single main character, I just call him Ellers. Yeah, um, great. Uh, and it's so close, close to, to the yeah, close exactly. to his name, yeah, close to a Lear. So, um, so uh, I've been rocking with Bucharon and Eddie, uh, like like I said before, um, Diamant, uh, Luis. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else of these guys am I actually using? Because um, I, I just used uh, Fogato and Burnett, Bunet, Bunet, yeah, Bunet. Um, but I, I was using the uh, the the kids for a long time. Yeah, Clan uh, and Frame, uh, and uh, or I don't know what their names are. Clan and Fram, Clan and Fram, and Lapis. Ah, yeah, great. Okay, yeah, definitely a strong party of all those characters. Who's who's standing out? And bonus question: Do you have your eye on any as a potential? Oh, I don't know date yeah Ooh. who's got the future who's to the future mr or mrs uh i got Ellers mine pick, i got party. mine picked out i know who mine is who's yours oh i i know who mine is too it's bucheron um, bucheron i like to i like bucheron to call him... is a handsome man dude he and he mm-hmm. i love his uh his vibe at the somnial like so in every yeah. fire emblem game there's like a little hub place you go hang out at and this one's called the somnial and bucheron's always got like i feel like he's about to get on a boat he's got like a nice wispy like yep. like white like buttoned down it's kind of like buttoned unbuttoned down to the the stomach or whatever he's kind of like letting it all hang out yeah he's he's, an, he's, he's an axe super chill yes can uh, i he's, uh, he's an axeman oh go ahead Connor. oh can i tell you guys my nickname for him because i've got nicknames for some of these okay yeah. uh i like to call him uh bobby boucheron oh i like that a little yeah, uh, like water that. boy reference yeah uh no he's a <laughs> i i just made him a berserker oh great um which uh you know just just uh just making making one of my favorites like all the more dangerous mm-hmm. uh and just like I just love deploying them and like just letting them wreck shop i love it yeah he's uh yeah i i have not used uh boucheron unfortunately he was not he did not make it into my cut but I uh i do like him being around i do like seeing him every now and then who's your is he also your favorite like support character in general or or is he like a highlight for you using him some of he, these characters feel really great to use i'll say yeah, that. yeah yeah i mean he's i i also i, I was using alfred a lot mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, and i i had him paired up with the uh the the Sigurd emblem right um which I, I think like he starts that way so like uh you know they're, they're suggesting this is a good pairing and they're yeah. right Excellent. um because when you engage he gets this uh boost to movement and he's already riding a horse so he can like clear the fucking map mm-hmm. um and uh, so i i like i like him a lot i like uh uh all christ um i love uh, all christ all christ is such Alchrist a cool the coward hang. or whatever yeah. yeah 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 he's fun i don't know I, I i could just go through and like list all these characters because I, I actually think a lot of them are like i think jade is really cool jade, jade is rips. tight okay yeah that's sick okay wait so i i we got it from patrick connor let's <laughs> give me the rundown okay What's i got your, my i got your, my 12 i think the, me, yeah because there's some missions that you use only eight party members. There's some where you use 10. and uh, But the biggest ones, at least that I've encountered, um, not counting characters you might meet in a battle who are allies and then join, uh, are is 12. Um, okay. And my 12, of course, is you've got the Divine Dragon. The Divine Dragon. Um, the Divine Dragon looked at me. The Divine Dragon looked at me. <laughs> the character I've had in my party the second longest, who I've never taken out, and I never will, is Fram. 
Fram. Fram is annoying as hell, but she's such a good. She's you know my Marshall. She's my Marshall Monk. Yeah. I'll um, say this about Fram and Marshall Monks. I don't fuck with either. I don't have whoa. any. I'm I'm in late game, about to finish, and I mm-hmm. was I am done with monks. I don't even have any in my party. Bye, Fram. Nope. Well, so you know, we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but I love Fram. Fram's great. I love the chain guard move. So I'm I've got Fram either like healing, chain guarding. Her attack is really good against certain enemies. The like just the 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 like fighter sort of monk moves right, to, to and break a spellcaster or something yeah and she's got a lot of staff ability so i have a few different staffs on me to like heal but also to like if i want to break an enemy um yeah. to make them extremely vulnerable like it just got me through uh chapter 19's fight I, it was sick i used it a couple That's times great. uh alfred i've still had in my party i love the mobility and he's a really strong lance user mm-hmm. um jade also dude ever since jade showed up I she's become my primary axe person. Of course, it was Vander for a while, but after Patrick told me he seemed like a narc, I couldn't get it out of my head, and I, I didn't yeah, you can't unsee it. You can't yeah. unsee it. Kicked his ass to the curb. Yeah, uh, Jade, Jade has also got a great vibe at the Somnial. I'll say that, dude. I feel like she's, she's just so chill. Nine times out of ten, she's chilling by the pool, and I'm like, Jade, hell yes, you are got a vibe going. Also, Dude. the the way you meet Jade, like the rest of these characters, are you kind of like meet them in groups together uh, at the beginnings of chapters or, you know, whatever. Jade, you meet like she's just out in a field of battle by herself. Right. Um, holding her own against bad guys. And you like go up to her and she's like, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's roll together. And yeah. she just rips. Dude, yep. she's great. Yeah. Um, Speaking, I mean, just characters in general, as I'm going down my list, like I don't like how early and how often they're just can keep throwing three new characters at you chapters in a row it's it's too much i think that maybe they were like we got to make up for like not having the same amount of people as in available as in three houses so we're gonna make everyone available to you it's just that's kind of the fire emblem thing though no is it really yeah 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 yeah. you you just get a massive like two unwieldy you have to make choices i guess if you're playing with permadeath that makes a lot of sense but i'm not i'm a i'm playing like normal mode no permadeath rewind whenever i want Right. Um, here's here, here's the thing uh, that makes makes me think I should switch to not permadeath um, is that I am playing with permadeath, but I refuse to let anyone die. Yeah. So like when a character dies, I'm just like, nope, I'm going <laughs> to rewind yeah. or start the whole fight over. Oh, you guys didn't even let Anna die. The child <laughs> with the axe. No, because no, uh, get out of here, Anna. No, Anna is is the Anna. You're that's grounded. In games. She's in all these games. <laughs> uh, I'm I am glad that the pace of that introducing character slows down. I finally just got a new character for the first time in many chapters, and it wasn't even like I wasn't annoyed about it. I was like, oh, cool. Um, oh, nice. yeah, so great. of course, Jade is just like Rex Shop as like your as my like heavy um, yeah. tank. Uh, the person I'm eyeing. And and the the way I'm actually I don't play a lot of games that have like a romantic element or like a dating sim element like these games do. Mm-hmm. And I heard on the Triple Click podcast, Maddie Myers was one of the hosts, and she was talking about how she approaches it like instead of less of what she's interested in, which makes a lot more sense because it's not real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like what would be cool story wise. And so what I've decided would be cool story wise is if the Divine Dragon and Ivy Ivy, yeah. Someday. I agree. Interesting. That, that is the best story move there. Cause it is the joining of like the two Yeah, like, like she, she was like a bat, she was like evil, and then yeah. kind of, you know, 
First um, off, you know Connie loves a bad girl. Um, but uh, yeah. but also, yeah, it's uh, she's, there's like a redemption arc. So mm-hmm. Ivy, I'll just go down a little quicker. Uh, Marin rips absolute. Marin, uh, I don't think you're not at Marin, or you I'm just not... got Marin, Patrick. I think because Marin comes with Boonet. Oh, who comes with Boonet and Fagado? There's one. There's a third. Um, is it's... it Pan Pandrio? It's, it's, it, yeah, it's it's Pandrio. Pandrio. Yeah. Okay. Who um, I, I like uh, I, I I liked uh, in the one fight I got to use him in, um, but he's got that hair, uh, yeah. just like the divine it's a, dragon it's so with these, like these yeah. bang swoop things that go over their eyes. I don't get it. Yeah, Pandreo uh, and Bunette. I hate the look of both of them too. I just am not a big fan. Little a little boring for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. I'll just I'll name them the rest yep. of them that I've been mm-hmm. using. So Marin Sea Doll, which is a dancer you meet late in the game. Uh, Fogato, I like to call him Afogato. Uh, I call him Afogato as well. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah. Saline, Alchrist, Tamara, and Zelkov, the vampire kind of guy. Yeah. Um, basically, great. just have like a really balanced team of uh, like evenly split amongst weapons and class, pretty much. Uh, I've got yeah. some mobile people. I've got one one dragon, one dog, one horse. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I am rocking, uh, let's see. So from, I have the wiki pulled up, so I'm going to kind of say it in a, in the order of like town. So f- of the fear and a group, I have Celine has made it mm-hmm. to the, to the final, uh, chapters with me. Etia is my mm. archer and Etia is also my, going to be my romantic interest. I oh, have wow. a big, I have a big that's crush a great, on Etienne. That's great. I, I do too. Yeah. I, I have left um the three houses bracelet on her. Um, oh, I, I, I got yeah. that early and was just like, yeah. she's, and then I basically just use it to do the Claude stuff. Um, oh, great. Yeah. It makes me feel like she's the embodiment of Claude. Uh, Claude, who I was also attracted to in Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cla- yeah. Claude. Claude is the guy from the house. Yeah, I was. That's that's his name. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Etia, great. I have her pair with Lynn, the other uh, bow emblem yeah. uh, for, for more mm. bow stuff. Chloe has made it. Um, I made her like a griffin knight. So she's f- flying around on a griffin, just being all crazy badass. Diamant from Brodia. I've kept him around. Jade from Brodia. And Citrine. I haven't heard you guys talk about no. Citrine yet, but Citrine's a mage who I'm I've I've I think I've I've tailored my crew in projectiles. I really like so I have a bunch yeah. of I have like one archer, a few mages, and then a lot of knife throwers, which I really like Dude. The, 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 the the dagger throwers. Um let's see, I have uh Marin is the my strongest character Dude. right now going into the end game incredible um, dodge ability like almost she never, never gets, gets hit. hit almost <laughs> never gets hit she's uh, she rides a wolf it's like the best vibe i've ever seen um brunette who i don't like i kind of wish i could find a better replacement for brunette but he's got a lot of things i like like what he's he got do? he's got axe stuff but he's also travels far and oh. he takes damage well so it's like i i, I haven't been able to shake him Ivy, I've been I've been rolling around with Ivy would be like my second uh, love interest, and then third would be Zelkov. Zelkov is like Zelkov's cool. Ooh, that's mysterious. I, I love it. The dangerous assassin thief guy. He's so cool. Oh, and then Rosado and Gold Mary. I don't know if you guys 
Have, have you guys gotten Rosado and Goldmary yet? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. I they're... mean, I've 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 seen uh, Rosado and Goldmary are dead. I've seen that play when I treat myself oh. to the theater. <laughs> no, that's theater, baby. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. So so that's that's my main crew. Um. Yeah. And then I and then I do I rotate. You know, a few people in and out. Like I really liked Lewis. I was I was like rolling with him for a while. Um. Uh, is there any characters that you don't use a lot, but that you kind of are reg- or not regretting, but like you're like, oh, on a second playthrough, I'd really like to maybe see what they're all about? Because for me, it's Yunaka. Yunaka is like the weird thief, like goth, kind of goth magic lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, what is, what's her catchphrase? Um, oh, it's okie like... Doki, uh Paya Papaya. Paya Papaya, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. honestly, I had... I struggled with what to do with her. I used her for a little while, but then I just had Zelkov and Marin. Right. Um, also, I use I do have Tamara in my party as well. Tamara rips. Tamara's um, great. Yeah. But um, I, I struggled with Yunaka because, like, she's just one of those characters that like is just that they show off a lot of her boobs, <laughs> and I'm like, I it's just yeah. wanna... it's less it's less the boobs and more like the cutouts on her side above her hips yeah oh it's, right right just, it's an interesting way they present look there's a lot of that in this game and i have plenty of people in my party who have similar things going on yeah uh but it was just one of those things where i was like i don't know this feels something's weird about her i think because i was looking through the lens of the divine dragon and she's funny and uh, good in battle but i was like yeah uh, i have other people i want to spend time with but i still i'll still say hi to her and everyone every time i see them yeah, but right. I they're uh, all your friends. Yeah, they're they're all my they're all my close personal friends. Um. <laughs> oh, another one is a uh, Panette, the ultra goth lady who's like oh, yes. the axe wielder with the mouth. Dude, that, the like, Joker's daughter. Yeah, she's got like the slits on her next to her mouth or whatever. Uh. Yeah, she's like the Joker's daughter. Uh. But yeah, like Yunaka, you know, I kind of was mentioning that, like, you know, I get in. I get down Google rabbit holes when I'm playing this game where I'm like, I have to outfit this party perfectly. So who pairs the best? And oftentimes you'll get a lot of like, Yunaka pairs really well with a lot of the emblems. And so I'm always like, fuck, but she's level one. (laughs) She, she, uh, have you guys been using the, uh, the, the ranking thing where you can see what other people deploy to individual chapters? No, no. So one of the options on the uh, on, on the menu is uh, is is ranking. So like as you're about to go into a chapter, uh, if you go to ranking, it'll tell you what ranking is, uh, and then uh, it shows you like what are the most commonly deployed units um, uh, for the people who are using the online features. Um, and uh, Yunaka is like number two in like all of these. Yeah. Dang. So yeah. It, it is possible we're all fucking up. Yeah, yep. I I think it's I think it's even just probable <laughs> it's actually happening we do yeah. we're doing that but i think I luckily could describe... you can still get through the game without you knocking yeah i think i actually know more specifically what went on with me i think she popped up and i was like she's hot and i was like am i just gonna get distracted by every shiny hot per- new person they throw at me well you're right. a loyal guy so you're like no i'm well, not this gonna before be ivy and i were you know like she Exclusive. was waking me up and telling me how she's been in love with me forever uh i was just like you know i'm gonna try to be a little patient it was like someone you know they they sow their oats for a little bit and they're like i need to chill out here mm-hmm. yeah calm down um who is you know your who fi- I, you, you, it's just to, to answer the question that you had posed jeremy yeah. who i would like to spend more time with but just like haven't gotten around to like sticking them in the party more is kagetsu 
Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just like a, a cool, like samurai looking dude. He rules. Yeah. And I feel like he would be very, he's like the, he, yeah, he's like a, an equation I haven't solved for in the game yet. Right. Like yes. the monks and then these kind of like, there's, there's a few like sea doll is like a dancer and I don't mm. know how to use him. Ooh. And then Kei Jetsu or whatever. He's like a, like a he's samurai a sword or master. something. Yeah, yeah. Sword master. So I'll tell you how to use sea doll. Yeah, tell me. Is to you like make him be your of course your your monk who who is good at hand to hand combat. So against like mm -hmm. uh, tomes, knives, and bows especially. Uh, but also he has a dance ability where he can make another allow another character a second turn. So that's basically oh. what I do with him. Is like oh. I chain guard when it's really necessary, but mostly. I'm like giving someone a, a second turn to like wipe out a unit or that get a little farther across yeah, the map. That, that is really cool. That's um, cool. You, you've, you've mentioned it twice, so maybe we should talk about uh, Chain Guard just briefly. Yes. Um, Chain Guard is an ability where um, uh, one of your units can take damage for another unit. So like someone will attack them and instead of being able to deal damage to the unit that they're trying to attack, instead the person using Chain Guard takes a little bit of damage instead. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's a great way to stop like you know, if, if there's uh, someone coming through that has like the opposite weapon type that will like crush your dude, uh, that chain guard can just like totally nullify that. It's it's great. I also like the strategy that like you have to consider, can that enemy get to the person chain guarding instead yeah. because they're perfectly vulnerable. So um, and it's nice when you're fighting against enemies that chain guard, you'll see the little like almost like a rupee icon on them. Yes. Or like mm -hmm. a, maybe it's a shield, but uh, so you can tell. And it's just a great little thing that helps minimize damage and keep your like heavy hitters like healthy. Well, what Connor, what you got to do is uh, you got to use the chain guard and uh, decoy abilities at the same time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because decoy makes it so that the enemies target a specific character. So if they're targeting one character and you got chain guard enabled, like it's all, all that damage is getting funneled elsewhere. Yeah. When you guys use the um that decoy ability, does the character who used the decoy on suddenly quote Tupac and say all eyes on me like my copy does? Uh your copy does that? Copy I, every does time that? every time someone is a decoy, you hear the like sting for, yeah. of Tupac, like all eyes on me. It's mm. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, mine doesn't do that. I oh, play mine. Weird. I play my game on mute, so I don't know. I... <laughs> Fair. Um, the uh, who's everyone's favorite emblem pairing with a character? Um, I I'll, I'll I'll get this started. I mean, I I won't pick the divine dragon in any of his pairings because they're so, they're kind of obvious and they're but they're you know pretty down the barrel. I like uh, uh, what is it, Celica and uh, Celine. That's uh. That's an incredible pairing. That they're that she has a warp ability with with that emblem. Oh, warp Ragnarok, baby. Warp Ragnarok that'll send her across the map to just pretty much wipe out a boss. So if you got a boss that's on its last legs, just send her over. Boom. Ooh, done. I've I've got one. All uh, right. God of Warp Ragnarok. Oh, I like that. God that's of good. Warp Ragnarok. Right there. Yeah. Um, for me, it's probably uh I, I used to really lean on the the Lin emblem and the the like storm arrow thing you can do where you can hit yeah. someone really far away and hit them with a bunch of arrows. Who would you pair her with? 
Afogato, but I've I've had her with uh with Lynn with uh Alchrist before, so I built him up, but then it's it's on Avogado permanently now. But for me, probably uh I really like Jade with Hector. Hector's like that axe wielder. Yeah. Um, she she'll do this like move where she basically there's I think Ike has like an endure move where then he strikes really strong. This is like it's similar if they get attacked. Yeah, Ike and Hector, I feel like, are similar emblems. They function similarly. Kind of, yeah, yes, a lot in common. Yeah, yeah they do. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it's interesting. So, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, synergy or, like, a lot of, um, you know, uh, amplifying the like the qualities that already exist in the character uh, that, that you guys are describing. I kind of like doing a, a, a mismatch. Mm. So, like, um, my favorite Celica match was with uh, Lapis. Um, so I would do the warp Ragnarok where, so she's a, a sword, you know, like a, a sword fighter normally. Um, and you pair her with this magic user that has the warp Ragnarok. So she like teleports in, casts a spell, which isn't as powerful as like it could be on a, a, a magic user, but it's still pretty good. And then you've got this strong sword fighter just like in the thick of battle mm -hmm. where like she can take some attacks from behind enemy lines and then like wipe them out um, with her swords. Um, so like that, that's one of my favorite pairings. That's, that's, an, cool. that's incredible. And, and the game really wants you to do stuff like that, which I think yes. is exciting. Like um, when you first meet Lynn, they have her paired with Ivy, which is an interesting pairing because it's mm -hmm. like um, Ivy can travel very far around the map because she's drive, riding around on a wyvern or whatever. And then that arrow move can go even farther. So it, right. it wants you to like use the whole space. Um, I have been doing like a, a mix. Like I feel like whoever's with the divine dragon is usually a sword like a Marth or Lucina. But then I yeah. like, uh, but then I do have like, uh, uh, Camilla who's, um, uh, uh, one of the DLC, I guess, emblems, I believe. Yeah, she is. Yeah. From, um, from fates, right? From fates. I have Camilla with, uh, Jade, which is like, mm. cause Jade is can take all this damage but can't move very far but giving but putting camilla on her gives her the distance now she can go and actually contend and be out in the field faster that's does, awesome. does, does she move like a a, a a wyvern rider she she it, it just gives her like i think plus two to movement okay or something cool. so it just it just gives you a little boost if you need it um uh as as an idea of how you can kind of mix and match and, and make the best of what you got um and and by the way, it's a really exciting time to jump into this game, I think, for this very reason, because the internet is not all in agreement right now on like what is the perfect pairing, which is my favorite. You, every website you go to to see what is a good pairing, they'll tell you completely different things for different reasons, which is exciting. It makes me feel like maybe, we're, you know, this is like uh, it's anyone's game right now. We can all kind of figure out our own perfect pairings. The, the thing is, I, I feel like this is just sort of true of modern fire emblem right that like you have there's first of all there are so many characters um and there you have so many different like upgrade paths for everyone right that you when you uh use like the master seal to like uh you know level someone up make them a different uh class that you can really like sculpt the individual characters in different ways so that like they don't even they're not necessarily tied down to what they were when you started using them um and the the thing with pairing them with the different emblems and all like the dlc emblems and all of that just means that there's a huge amount of variability here and mm -hmm. so much of it is viable yeah 
I, it's a mechanic I really appreciate, and I think like maybe was the reason I didn't finish earlier Fire Emblem games. It's just like this extra little thing was the thing that put, I was like, oh, now I'm really hooked or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I really like, you know, this for the similar reasons, and I think that I was trying to think about replay value for this game because I know that Three Houses has it built in so well, where you just could choose to lead a different house, um, and see the story differently and and whatnot, but um. Uh, this game I was trying to think about if it's a different sort of replayability in the sense that like probably this is probably the tr true for a lot of fire emblems, but going through it, if I played this again, I would probably try to have a different party to mix it up and make it fun. Um, but I'm sure there's also people who play it like Pokemon and you're like, I know who my guys are and that's who I'm getting. Um, just depends, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, but I mean, the, the good thing about fire emblem is your, the, your like main party ends up being so big that even yeah. if you do have like eight mainstays, there's still times where you got to pull in other guys that you don't normally use. And yeah. I, I was a little, sometimes I don't like having too many party options in an RPG like this or, or a JRPG. I, I don't like having to choose, but this game, I actually found that I was getting to know the characters and not just in and out of battle to where I was less appre like afraid of that. And it actually became fun to like pick my crew. And I love yeah. the crew that I run with now. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. The uh um yeah, so uh you guys both think you're gonna see it to the end? Yeah, I think so. Oh, nice. definitely. I You're I'm, close, Connor. I mean you're I'm yeah. getting there like you uh I really enjoy it. Like you talked about the somnial a little bit. I love the somnial loop. I'll do like every little relaxing activity. Me too. Me too. Aww. I'll do that training every time. I'll do whatever exercise. Really? Oh, yeah. and Patrick, wow. we gotta talk about Jeremy, did you name nickname your little uh animal that follows you around on the somnial i did uh what's his name though somni is that the default yeah like i think it's so somni. somni i think well, I, I think it's somni i think i don't know if you know this but i asked asked patrick if he had found this character uh because i named mine dingus and then <laughs> patrick do you want to tell jeremy what you did yeah so uh so connor was like what did you name this thing and I was like, "What are you talking about? I, I don't, I don't know uh, what this is." And he, he was like, "Oh, go to the the, the grotto under under the yeah. somnial." Um, and I was like, "Okay." Uh, so I found the, I found this little dude, and I just named him Connor. <laughs> <laughs> looks cool. Uh huh. Uh, did, so you put, he, did you guys put sunglasses on him? I put, I put the sunglasses yeah. on mm -hmm. him. Yeah. I put the sunglasses, uh, a little yellow ribbon on his butt, uh, and yeah. he wears a black bandana. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what this says about me, but I did the somnial stuff for the most part, for most of the game, around chapter 20, I'm done. That's pretty, no, that's, that's most of the game, though. No, no more, no more yeah. uh, picking up nuts and horse manure off the ground. I'm. What are you supposed to do with that horse manure? I, I bet you there's a character who likes it. There, there I'll is tell you, probably one character. There's a character who at least is ambivalent and doesn't respond negatively. And would you like to know who it is? Sure. Marin. Uh, Marin goes, because she loves animals. Yes. Yeah. She doesn't like. It's not like your bond with her goes up when you do this, like it does with certain characters and certain types of items that they prefer or whatnot. Uh, but but she's like, hmm, this is from some sort of other animal. Yeah, that's other interesting. Animal? Other animal. Other than I think yeah. like the wolf she rides. Got it. That yeah. She's like, I know of one animal, wolf, and this is not that. And I, it's not uh, human. I <laughs> doesn't taste human um i will oh uh here's one thing 
you, did you know that there are characters who could die before you get them in your party? What? There is a character that I am looking at the big roster of characters and I don't have, and I'm realizing it's because I killed him in battle. <laughs> so, <gasps> Who's that? His name is Lyndon. I'm I may sorry. Have done the same thing. I'm sorry, Lyndon. Rest in peace. So don't, hey, anyone out there playing this game, don't kill Lyndon. He didn't what, mean uh, it. What, what, what chapter? I may have killed him too. I don't. It feels uh, early. No, it's later. It's later on. He's like a priest. I oh, think. yeah. I actually, I think it's on the boats, Jeremy. I think I killed that guy too. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't did... know if Patrick is there yet. I, Patrick... I don't think I am. I'll, yeah. I'll try not to kill him. Yeah. I just, I did just save a character, like actively saved an ally. That like new character I said we finally that I got for the first time in a while mm -hmm. uh, was like healing this character as we were in battle together. Even yeah. though like you know I didn't have to, but I'm I'm just kind of that kind of guy. Sometimes it will won't let you finish out the chapter if you if you kill the if one of the wrong oh. party members dies, but then um, sometimes it will. Mm. So yeah. Uh, anyways, I think this game is great. I think I really have enjoyed my time with it, and you know um, I'm not. I'm I'm about to be I'll probably finish it maybe by the time maybe today. Um Ooh. but uh Yeah, you're 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 twenty three are are there is it just one more chapter? It's twenty six chapters, so 26. I got like three more. And now that I'm realizing that there's story DLC coming, so I didn't do like three of the paralogue uh three of those open up much later on in the in the game and mm. I should I should probably go finish those. So eh, it probably won't be tonight, it'll probably be tomorrow. But I guess I'm going to want to like play that DLC, that story stuff, because that seems fun, and maybe get these other paralogs in the meantime. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not in any rush to finish it, I guess. But a bit, at the at the end of these games, though, you always feel a little bit of that, like, oh, but if I, I could just be done and then not have to look at it again. <laughs> and I, I, I resonate with that so much, Jeremy, because I'm having such a good time. The only reason I'm kind of ready to be done after what now is like 54 hours that I've right. put into this, maybe more right. is that I'm just like excited for a new experience. Yeah. Me too. But, but like, I am really enjoying this and I will see it all the way through. Uh, it's not a chore at all. I actually really surprised at how much I enjoy this game. It's been a, been a blast. Yeah. Um, all right. Any last words on fire emblem engage before we head out? I think that's it for me. Patrick. No, I'm good. All right, well, that's been our show. Fire Emblem Engage, out now, anywhere uh, Nintendo consoles are sold. Uh, uh, please uh, check out, if you haven't, patreon.com slash supernpcradio. We have a ton of bonus content over there, including our Super Mario 64 Games Club, which is like, you know, uh, we're, we got a huge... Oh, that box. Oh, did you want to go through that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... A, Let's I, talk I, about it. Wait, I, I realize rewind. So Patrick has this beautiful Fire Emblem Gage. So, uh, first of all, I want to see if this thing is still for sale because I love it. I love the way it looks. Um, uh, what's in yeah. that thing? So there's a lot that's in here. Um, this is the, the Divine Edition of the uh, Fire Emblem Engage. The Divine uh, and... Edition. <laughs> the Divine Edition looked right at me. <laughs> uh, and it's got this absolutely kicking art book that is like the same uh, dimensions and like 
size as the uh as the box that it's in so it's just oh like my long. god that's cool it's very cool it looks like something that you would get from like the gift shop at an art museum it's gorgeous um, and when you go inside like it's uh, a lot of the characters and classes and um this is a bad page that i've turned to here but <laughs> oh wow nice that's it's just Great. It's just a bunch of cool stuff. Um, and then uh, there's an enormous poster that I haven't unfolded yet because um, I don't know what I would do with it. Um, hang it up in your bedroom. I'll hang it up in my bedroom. <laughs> love who would love bed. that is the person who uh, shares a bed with me. <laughs> um, and then there's a steel book case and a series of um, like postcard size little art things of the like 12 main emblems. Oh, uh, that's so, sick. That's, that's in so here. cool. Gosh. I mean, genuinely, if I could go back in time and make one different decision in my life ever, it would Whoa. be to get this special edition. Oh, I love this. Dang, that is cool. It's very slick. Any, uh, any, any like Fire Emblem Engage NES shaped glass cartridges come in no, that? No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we have fun. Um, a Fire Emblem Engage Special Edition is uh sold out at Best Buy, unfortunately. Um, there might be some scalping going on with those. Yeah, what are they, what are they going for on the secondary market now? You can get a uh, the you can get the Japanese one for 114 bucks. Looks like pretty easy. Um, um where are you looking, Germ? Oh, at the bottom of BestBuy.com, uh, there was like a little, uh, little like you can buy these outside of Best Buy. Uh, you can on search eBay, the depths of BestBuy.com. Yeah, the... <laughs> yeah, on eBay, it's starting for around a hundred dollars. Oh, that's that's how much. That's pretty it good. It's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, great. Uh, as I was saying before, you can uh, go to patreoncom radio to find a whole bunch of fun, cool bonus stuff. We are, uh, you know, like rocking and rolling through Super Mario 64. As of this recording, I believe we are about to head upstairs to to uh, to the second floor here wow. of, the, of the castle. So, you know, that means we're trucking along and not going to be, you know, living in that world for much longer. So get there while the getting's good. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Uh, Connor McCabe, what do you want people to know? Yeah, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. For those of you who do, and yeah, if you like this uh, and hearing us talk about video games, uh, if you support us financially, there is a. It, I've I've figured it out this week. If you support us at the ten dollar DJ Toad tier, which is the place that ninety percent of our patrons subscribe, you get three bonus video game podcasts a week. Um, they change as to what the a few of those are, but it's an incredible deal, especially if you like us and you wanna you know, just get more stuff to listen to throughout the week. Uh, thank you so much. It's, it's been a blast. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool. 69, uh, where I've been streaming super Mario RPG and, uh, super Mario 64 DS for our games club. Cause we're doing a special bonus DS episode because we met our Patreon goal. Uh, and if you're listening to this too, Oh, if you're thinking about supporting us, if we get to 30 patrons, me and Michael McCuller will be engaging in Super Mario 60 War, a series of Super Mario 64 speed running challenges to determine which of us wins 
the Super Mario 60 War. Uh, so go and subscribe at any tier, and that gets us towards uh, towards that goal. And yeah, um, wow. that's about it. Incredible. Patrick Ellers, where can people find you? People can find me on the Nintendo Cartridge Society podcast. Uh, we also just launched a, a Patreon. Woo! Um, woo! Woo! Uh, where you could, you our, our bonus content is uh, a little bit off the, the the video game beat. We are exploring our other interests um, in our bonus content there. We are currently running a mini series called NCS Detective Club. Hell yeah. We are watching the classic detective series uh, and talking about them. We've released three episodes now uh, on uh, Murder, She Wrote, Monk, and Diagnosis Murder. Um, wow. And just really like digging deep into uh, a couple episodes of each of those shows. Uh, but uh, that's so you can check out uh, that on, uh, on on Patreon. Check out Nintendo Cartridge Society wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me on Twitter at Patrick underscore Ellers. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening, folks. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>